That needs to be had again, okay. and I, I'm tired of it. But well, it's your boy Phony Toast, Toasted with the Mostest. Task the old nerdy bastard before we get started, sir. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just read Highs Eternal's reply. <laughs> what I do, sounding very anti Latino. <laughs> Where you get that from? <laughs> Fam, we married, we married to Latinas. You, we're, we're allies. <laughs> Yes, there is a Rodriguez in my home right now. Ah, shit. ATS is fucking fandom. No, I don't want to go fuck your fandom. This is... Is this the fuck your fandom? I don't know. I don't think this is... But it could know. be. But it could what be. Take? I don't know. But it could be. Um, but what? I mean, episode's got to go for us to see it. Um, um, first of all, uh, um, Pam Greer is trending. On Twitter right now, and we were talking about it, and I was like, "No, nah, turn this on. Let's get started." <laughs> yes, um, yes. Pound Gear is trending, and it's, she's trending simply because she's fucking gorgeous. Yes. Um, um, there is one woman who literally got a superhero type name early on and has lived <laughs> up to it ever since, and that is Miss Foxy Brown, uh, aka Pam Greer, aka Why the fuck you ain't watch Jackie Brown if you haven't? So great, um, classic. Uh, yeah, Pam Greer is. Pam Greer is literally the definition, as Tass said earlier, of a fine wine. Mm-hmm. She obviously has aged. Yes. Yes. But somehow it's better. Absolutely. <laughs> and maybe that's just me. I tend to go for older women because I have mom issues and... <laughs> I, hey, whatever. It is what it is. Um, but I prefer her... Her older look than her younger look. She still looks great young. Mm-hmm. But, like, when I see more of her older pics, like, from Jackie Brown, which is criminally slept on. Criminally slept criminally on. Criminally slept on. Amazing performances by Miss Pam Gray, of course. And she follows you. God, what the hell? <laughs> and she follows me. God why did he stun on us like that? <laughs> why you stun on us? There's been a lot of flexes I've why seen. Flexes? But that is probably the best. That's why I'm like, when he said it, I was like, yeah, he's the, I, I, I was kind of mad at you for the For a second there, I was like, is this what being a hater is? Is this what being a hater is? Like, 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 yeah. I got to purge this 
feeling, but goddamn. That's a beautiful woman, and you know, we're both married men, but we can both, like, say that positively because we're 100% sure that our wives would say the same thing. (laughs) You can have that one. You can have her, Uh but you can have that that, that that thought process. (laughs) You are allowed the thought process. Um, Yeah, no, keep it 100. Um, And she's, I mean, she's a lot of, she's very interesting on screen. Um, I mean, it's, you. she has a lot of dynamics. You can tell she's, the comedy part, the, um, mm-hmm. I mean, you believe she a bad motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like, there's the scenes in Jackie Brown, like, where, uh, my nigga, um, Nick Fury comes in and tries to, uh, pull up on her, like, the caption, and Jackie Brown was having that. <laughs> Jackie Brown yeah. was that. He turned all the lights. That was such a creepy scene. One thing I really appreciate in when I watch films is when directors use one screenshot mm-hmm. and just trail it and, like, um, uh, uh, um, who directed it? Uh, Tarantino. Can, thank you. Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino is like the master of this shit. Go see every movie he's done. He always has a scene that is just one shot following. It's just his thing he really likes to do. Well, well Tarantino is one of the people in Hollywood, a few people in Hollywood <laughs> who loves classic filmmaking. He's not trying to heavily reinvent the wheel. Mm-hmm. He loves mastering those old techniques, mm-hmm. giving you that inversion feel that's why all this stuff feels so different absolutely absolutely um so i just wanted you know just a little moment to appreciate pam greer yeah, uh, there's other women out there who i mean don't get me wrong age beautifully but it's different like <laughs> angela bassett yeah i was gonna say there's like a small circle yeah angela bassett has she hasn't looked the same or looked any different since like strange days you remember strange days oh of course, of course. yes she hasn't looked any different than strange days like she's been riding like a good like 20 to 30 years without aging at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is different than Pam Greer who like literally went from a butterfly to just better butterfly. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very, very funny. Like she was fine when she was younger. But to me personally, like I, her looking Jackie Brown just I think I became a man when I watched that film. I was like, oh okay, this is what we're doing. <laughs> so this is what the future holds. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, no, real talk though. Yeah, but, um also speaking of old nostalgia, um Sir, did you watch the new coming to America? I did watch the new coming to America. Okay, um, I started watching it and I got halfway through, and I was like, "Man, I don't know if I finished." <laughs> but what were your thoughts? Um, I thought it was a fun movie, but, but it doesn't hold a candle to Coming to America One. Were we um, expecting that? Uh, yes and no. Okay. Yes, because they got so many of the people back. They got and pretty much everybody back. Yeah, I think if you're alive, you're in the movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I'm trying to think who was in it. <laughs> I mean, everybody, everybody came back. Everybody was there. Um, but at the same time, I had just seen Eddie in Dolomite. And I was just like, bro, you you were on a hard. Are you just on a hard rebound right now? Because Dolomite was so fucking good. Dolomite is good. If you haven't watched Dolomite is my name on Netflix, after this show, you have homework. You yeah. should watch that immediately. Uh, I thought it was a Grammy snub. That's how much. I mean, not Grammy, but an Oscar snub. Uh, real quick, uh, Sir Pippington um, and everybody, uh, Hallie and Selma are in the Angela Bassett conversation, yeah. not yeah. in the Pam Greer conversation, because. Hallie and Selma also have an age. Have it all. They just have an age. You go 
back to Dogma, you go back to fucking Dust Till Dawn, some will look the fucking the same. Fucking same. She ain't changed a bit. Yeah. Pam Greer, like... She is actually she, 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 like she noticeably is. Yeah, she was thin and curvy. Now she's nice and thick. She's I mean, there's a whole lot of change mm-hmm. there. Where the other ones is like fucking vampires, bro. They ain't changed. Some <laughs> actually could be a vampire. Yeah, she was a vampire, she was in the vampire in the movie. In the movie. <laughs> uh, she just wasn't in costume. I guess. Uh, so I was another one on that list with me and my wife. Where <laughs> like we, she gives me like a few that I can say, God damn, like right in front of her. Oh, yeah. So one. <laughs> She's on that list. Yeah. I love Latinas. What can I tell you? How <laughs> do you want to watch Wild Wild West again? That movie sucks. Does it? But that movie does it. That was scene. What is it? Don't trust me. My wife likes niggas, so like I be seeing every time we watch Blue Gaze, she she's like very excited. And she every time you just pop on the screen and watch Chestnut Black Ass. <laughs> and she was a little too excited to watch Aquaman. So <laughs> Like, boy, you don't give a fuck about Aquaman. <laughs> she learned all of his fucking abilities. She got back issues now. I'm right up on him. Ah, shit. It is what it is. That's a beautiful man right there. What can I say? Um, hey, bro. I mean, trust me. I get it. If if I was if I was single and somebody was like, "Hey, uh, I can date you or Jason Momoa," I'd be like, "You know what? Hey, look. I'm understanding. I don't. You don't have to explain anymore. I'm it. with you. I'm with you one thousand percent. Um, so if go watch Coming to America is now on Amazon Prime. I just just come up with your own conclusion on it. Uh, bottom line, Eddie Murphy's a treasure, and we should support everything that he does because he's 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 one of those. Yep. Like he he's one of those. Yeah. There's a list of those, and he's in those. Every race. Has a group of those. <laughs> yep, very true. And he's those, like for black people. Yeah. So fair. yeah, fair. He's fair. one of those. Protect him at all costs. Fair. Um, I gotta watch the first. What the fuck? The first. The first coming to America. The first coming. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Let, let me look around. Where the heck's that, bro? What the heck is going on here? Where the heck's that? You mean you haven't watched the bro, fucking Coming to America? You do realize if you watch TV hell? at all in the past 20 years, regular TV, it probably just came on at some point. I think Murphy needs to be protected. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, like, abs- absolutely. No, Dolomite was something special, but. Eli! Well, Eli's like 13. <laughs> no, no, I'm not doing that because my kids have seen coming to America. Mostly <laughs> because I made them watch it. But that's because look, when Eli old enough to see the Rated R movie, he gonna watch it. <laughs> <laughs> when he gets this hate to go on a, to go on a nah, nah, nah. I, I'm just playing. Nah, Eli, Eli, just keep doing the great artwork, bro. You don't have to. You don't have to watch shit. <laughs> he said he doesn't watch TV. You have these books come out, man. You good? Yeah, you good? Yeah, you get a pass. You get a pass. You bring beautiful things into the world. Um, but no, um, coming to America, I had fun watching it because uh-huh. good jokes, cast members were great. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it paled in comparison to the first. Like this was, mm-hmm. this felt like what white people thought was funny about the first one. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it did. I'm with you. I mean, it was I'm like buffoonery you. throughout. I'm like, with you. Buffoonery. <laughs> definitely. Definitely buffoonery. Definitely in this time around. It's hard to catch a light in a bottle again. Um, 
only a few have actually done it successfully. Uh, I think Bad Boys 3 did a great job of recapturing that bottle. Um, I'm pretty sure if I thought about it, I could find more that captured that old nostalgia again. It, 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 is, it is definitely doable, mm -hmm. but they just didn't feel like they wanted to. Like, the entire story is set around things that, like, we, in the first one, you had all this kind of casual humor. Because yeah. it was like, alright, here's a couple people and they're out of place. Mm -hmm. This one tried to do the same thing, mm -hmm. but didn't really focus as much on the realistic feeling as they mm -hmm. did the, like, well, we could do this, and we could do this, and this is just silly as shit. Yeah, and this yeah. would be silly as shit. <laughs> it just felt like, bro, we there's too much cocaine on the table. <laughs> <laughs> we got carried away. Definitely <laughs> too much cocaine. <laughs> Definitely too much sugar booger. <laughs> booger yeah. sugar, I mean. Yeah, it felt like it was made for streaming. It, mm -hmm. it, felt like, it didn't feel like, hey, we're going to sit down and seriously make uh, Coming to America too. It felt like, hey, you guys were really good to us back in the day. We want to make sure everybody get a quick check. Real quick, I mean, here's what's crazy. It's funny that you brought that up, that you said that it was made for streaming, because it wasn't. It was supposed to be in theaters. This was supposed to come out in theaters in yeah. 2020. If COVID didn't happen, that was supposed to be in theaters. Amazon copped it because they were like, well, fuck, all y'all niggas is home. Well, I can tell you this. They got lucky. Yeah. I think that that wouldn't have done well, but once again, Eddie Murphy's one of those... Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. so he needs to be protected at all costs. Yeah, um, so it felt like it was made. It, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, everything went too far. Like James Earl Jones went too far. This nigga was like he's dying. James Earl Jones was old when we were young. <laughs> James Earl Jones got the unfortunate side of the uh, what's it called uh, <laughs> immortality gene. <laughs> Him and Morgan Freeman. These niggas been like... They're making the movie They've been like 95 my whole life. Yeah, no, honestly. <laughs> them two... Um, um, Luke Picard. Picard, yeah. Like, y'all niggas were old when I was young. Enjoy that niggas. Forever. Like, at least, like, Kurt Russell. Like, I've seen him young. I remember, uh, what's it called? Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, uh, classic, classic. I remember him young. Classic. Then he got older to now. Like, when now, when he's eating, when he's killing his kids and eating them and <laughs> keeping them in his pocket. <laughs> That's not talking about enough, bro. Ego is the worst father in the MCU. Remember he killed all his kids and basically kept them in a cave, which is essentially his pocket? Right, exactly. I'm like, Where? why did you keep the bodies? <laughs> Just all just thrown in one little cube. Why did you keep the body? Hey, bro, you keep family close. I, mean, I, I guess it's good fertilization. I mean, I can't imagine. That's some Freddy Krueger shit. Like, you're a part of me now. At least Protos put his kids down in fucking Tartarus to put it down in Hades and shit. Just put him right over there. Eli said James Earl Jones and Morgan Freeman are the black watches. They are. They are. They are the watches. Everywhere, um, niggas been old forever. Um, <laughs> black excellence. I want to speak on that. Okay. And kind of lean into our topic for today. Um, I named this episode "I Get in Trouble for Shit Like This" because I do get in trouble for shit like this. If you've noticed on Twitter, a lot of people block me. What? Um, I have no issue with that. Whatever. If whatever I do upsets you and you feel like you need to block me, go ahead. Like, whatever. 
Um, but I think it's important that a lot of people know why I'm blocked a lot because I call people out on their bullshit and hypocrisy. Mm. Not even directly. Because I don't need to. Because, you know, hurt people hurt people. And mm. it, when the shoe fits, Woo. you feel me? Like, I'll just throw a statement out there. And niggas get mad at me because they feel like I'm talking to them. Like, well, if the shoe fits, <laughs> if this is what you're on. So, I want the vision came out the last episode. I said the day before it dropped, <clears throat> I said, everybody's going to be pissed at Marvel tomorrow. Woo! And people are like, that's a dumb statement. They should say that. And I said, I've watched this movie before. I've been watching this movie since Age of Ultron. Um, this movie is what I like to call um, unreachable expectations. Woo. Where the bar is set so high that it is impossible to reach. And nobody whatsoever will ever be fully satisfied. There's no way around this. Differences with me, I like theorizing things, yep. but I'm perfectly okay with I got it wrong. <gasps> to be honest, I'd be glad I got it wrong. I don't want to call this shit. Wait, hold up. So mm -hmm. what you mean to tell me mm -hmm. is that you don't get upset at yourself for not guessing somebody else's story? <laughs> right. <laughs> Nobody else, a group of writers got together and decided to tell a story. Uh-huh. And you're okay with not guessing it. Bro, that's a phenomenal concept. Ain't it? Phenomenal Ain't concept. It? I don't see the problem with that. I, me personally, I'm like, I, what's the problem with me saying I feel like this is happening and me being wrong? It surprised me what I got. Yeah, the only people who should ever be upset by any of this kind of stuff are the people who wrote the original books. Because at least they can say, well, I told this story and then you changed it. The rest of us are just sitting back waiting for somebody else to tell us their story. No, absolutely. <laughs> no, I went to 100%. So basically, um, what happened is, you know, people were, of course, upset. Um, they were mad that Magneto, Reed Richards, all these, Mephisto, all these lists started trending. They were mad. Fucking... <laughs> oh, my God. Like, uh, they were oh mad God. that all these things started trending because they were mad that their theories weren't true. They were pissed off at Marvel. And I straight up asked somebody. I was like, why are you mad at Marvel? And they're like, they promised us this and that. And I was like, no, they didn't. Yeah, what point? No, when? <laughs> no, no, no. No, seriously. I said, when did Marvel say, oh, this will lead to mutants? Never. When did they say that, oh, this will lead to Reed Richards? Never again. When did they say Mephisto? Never. You know, it's kind of they weird. They never said these things. They actually went out of their way to say that nobody could talk about what's going to happen on this show, and neither are we. Right. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, literally. Right. My <laughs> right. Yeah, what's the point of knowing the story? My thing is this. Marvel didn't promise us anything. Not one thing. They just said, hey, here's this shit. You fucking with it or not? You know, <laughs> here's the two things they promised you. Uh-huh. Wanda and Vision. Because that's what it was on the cover. That's it. And you know what they delivered? Wanda and Vision. Mm -hmm. No, yeah. Everything else is an add-on. Oh, man, listen, listen. <laughs> this is getting to a point where I'm at. If your problem with Wanda Vision has nothing to do with neither Wanda or Vision. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 
Wow. I mean, can I say that? Somebody stop me if I'm wrong. I mean, if like, your issue with the film about Wanda and Vision has nothing to do with the character development of Wanda and Vision. <laughs> I'm just like, no! Let me give him one hug. Spectrum was an add-on. Yes. Agatha was an add-on. Yes. Wicked and Speed were add-on. Yes. Goddamn, Sword was a fucking add-on. Yes. Jimmy Woo was an add-on. Yes. I mean, Jimmy Woo had no reason to be there. Yeah. yeah. That nigga came from Ant-Man. My, no. my, my niggas. My niggas. <laughs> Do you realize that they could have just not done Spectrum? Yep. We didn't need to get Darcy back. We didn't need to well, get well, well, all the fucking people to pop up. Darcy and Jimmy, Jimmy Woo were the most random two motherfucking people to ever pop up. Ever. Like, what? They could have not. No, for real. Like, in all honesty, they really could have just introduced new characters. Yep. They really could have just done that. They could have not introduced any new characters. They literally just gave you guys one day of vision. Yeah. It could have been a show just about Wanda and Vision. But this is their way of tying the worlds together like they've been doing for the past 13 years. <laughs> where they've been tying things together. Whoa, this was done before? Yeah. 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 Bro, you probably one of those people who be like, it's all linked. Like S.H.I.E.L.D. and uh, Runaways <laughs> and all that other stuff have the same kind of stuff that's oh, in this universe shit. as in their universe. Oh. No. Everything is separate. Captain America is separate than none is separate than Captain America yeah. 2. It's separate than Captain America 3. Yeah. None of these things have anything to do with each other. Yeah. They're just random events. Yeah. No, absolutely. All right. Um why I don't understand why people are treating this like it's a one and done series. Um They're like, oh well they didn't resolve anything. I'm like, name me a Marvel film where everything was resolved in that film. Mmm. Mmm. Name me one. <laughs> Name me one where everything was resolved. No. Probably Endgame. No. But no, no. No. You no. know why? Because one division exists. This is true. <laughs> we watched the fallout of what happens when you destroy an Infinity Stone and a robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 it's getting to the point. Black Panther probably comes the closest. I can agree with that. I can agree with that. Black Panther does come the closest. Yeah, I can agree with that one thousand percent. Um, yeah, yeah, I can agree with that one. Um, um, yeah, Black Panther does come close. I mean, you can say Black Panther and Captain Marvel. Because Captain Marvel actually, I mean, she resolved that whole situation and left the planet for decades. This is all true. Uh, Arby Ali says Iron Man one. No, it ends with um, um, it ends with Nick Fury showing up talking about the Avengers. Now imagine if it just ended there. <laughs> yep. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, no, it was a promise for more. Dude, We've even been the doing Hulk this. has a promise for more. That nigga was still a giant rage monster. Exactly. <laughs> We've been doing this. We have been doing this for 13 years. Doctor Strange, where's Mordo? Where is Mordo? <laughs> like I'm saying, like. I, like, we've been doing this for 13 years. So why now do we have a problem with it? This is where I'm at with it. You know why? Mm -hmm. I can tell you why. Mm -hmm. Marvel has reached the Star Wars level of fandom. And Star Wars has the same issues. We, we were talking about uh, the tell last me more Star about Wars. That. Tell me more. People 
people get so deep into their fandoms mm-hmm. that they want to be able to, for their own hot takes, they want to be able to predict mm-hmm. what's going to happen because they think they know the universe better than everybody else. It's arrogance. Mm-hmm. It's pure Absolutely. arrogance. So when they Absolutely. get told they're wrong after going out of their way to blast their theories on the internet, they can't hold that L. And it's perfectly okay. I mean, I held L's in there. I thought... I thought Hayward was a Korean. Instead, he's just a white guy. That's fine. <laughs> listen, dangerous listen, either way. I'm open so, to yeah. holding the L's because that's what speculation is. Yeah. You speculate, you have to assume this might not be true. Yeah. And if it's not true, okay. Because if you are a fucking precog, uh-huh. play the lotto. Why the fuck are you doing this? MPF <laughs> says not to mention the stingers, which are teasers for what comes next. I'm going to jump on a ledge here. You ready? WandaVision will be the new Age of Ultron. And what I mean by that is it, it's laid so many seeds that folks will consistently be coming back to this. Mm-hmm. And saying, oh, I understand why they did that. Oh, now I understand why they did that. Oh, now I understand why they did that. Because once Age of Ultron ended, everybody, that's included, were like, what the fuck? Like, what? Yeah. But now when you go back to Age of Ultron, you're like, Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So what you're saying is mm-hmm. Age of Ultron was like a small, like, 10-issue arc, and now we're getting tie-ins that make that arc better. Bingo. Do um, <laughs> you think he's right, Dominic? Bingo. No, 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 there's a reason why Marvel kicked off the fourth thing with, with WandaVision. It was originally supposed to be Black Widow. Reminder that WandaVision was supposed to be the last thing that came out in 2020. It was supposed to be the last thing that came out. And then Loki was supposed to kick off this year. It was the last thing that was supposed to drop. But they changed that. Facts. And I think an audible was called. I think an audible was called. Where they were like, well, we can't kick off a Black Widow, so can we make it so that this is kicking it off, really? Mm. So, I, and, and also, a lot of apologies are owed to me and Toast. Actually, before we get further, Greg Caspi asked me a question. He said, Taz, tell me about your thoughts on going from the weirdness of WandaVision to the traditional action of uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. I do not believe that the Falcon and Winter Soldier will be getting the same criticism as WandaVision has. Because WandaVision has been so much of a change from what we're used to with Marvel, that I don't think the criticism will be as much. I would agree with that, especially given the fact that I think that a lot of the hate for WandaVision comes from the people who, those like, I like to peek at something, but I don't really give it a chance type people. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of people who just watched episode one and two and then totally tuned out because there wasn't enough action for them. Right, I agree. And Falcon and Winter Soldier, I think, is going to be different because it is more action heavy for a lot of these mm-hmm. kind of people mm-hmm. it's kind of like um i mean for example the first thor the first thor needed to have more more action it wasn't really a heavy action movie there's like two good decent fight scenes it's true there's a more fight scene at the beginning of the movie then it drags like a motherfucker there's a fight scene at the end of the movie well Wait, there was one where he was beating up the shield agents but that wasn't really a fight but, scene but here's the thing is, just that just wasn't like a thor fight <laughs> no i got you no, 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 no. ragnarok and ragnarok it was a fucking you're watching Asgardians and gods and fucking Hulk whoop people's asses every time. Great. So you're getting Great. something that you expect. And yeah. then, of course, the Destroyer fight scene was trash because it was like, you literally beat the Destroyer like three hits. 
<laughs> hey, bro, did nobody read up on the first thing that you had him fight? Like, that's one of the things I hated about it. It's like, you literally took one of the most powerful items in the universe. And they said, Thor, go beat it out his first try. Age of Ultron, Eli said, Age of Ultron is attack the clones. Most important, most important story. No, he's right. It's, uh, a, it's an important story with poor public reception. I mean, they keep going back to it. Well, because you had you had a lot of things happen in that movie. They made a whole show about it. You had a lot of things. Because you have to remember, when they're working on the Infinity and Soda stuff, mm-hmm. that is both us understanding that Hydra in the modern age got a hold of now. they Well, in the modern age, Hydra's now touched two Infinity Gems. Okay. Because they touched the Mind Stone Mind and the Space Gem through the Tesseract and Loki Scepter. Oh, because yeah. Because remember, Baron Von Strucker, they, they had the Mind Stone. That's true. And then um, Red Skull... Had the uh, space stone through the why is Why is why is um, Red Skull on whatever planet that is? I don't think it's ever been like because explained. Uh, well, technically, the only thing I can understand is because he, I mean, he was enveloped by the crystal, and it was the space stone, and that shit took his ass to space. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't do that. Uh, hold on, Caspi. Shout out to Caspi for joining us. Thank you. Uh, what are the three most important crucial moments in the MCU? Uh, uh, oh, that is a great question. You know, I was gonna say real quick though, it would have been cool if uh, they would have had somehow had um, him killed by the Soul Stone, mm-hmm. but he's there because he had no soul to take. That'd have been dope. I like that. I like that. <laughs> that is a good question, um, Caspi. I'm going to say the end of Iron Man one. Three most important moments of the MCU. Not the coolest, most badass, but important. I would say the end of Iron Man one. Um, because that was when you know uh, uh, um, Nick Fury, Nick Fury first mentions the Avengers. Um, the end of Iron Man one. The arrival of Loki. That's number two. Um, well, I just said I thought we were, I didn't know we were doing them in order. Um, oh no, no, well, I'm just saying we only got three choices. Well, because you have to think about how many things Loki could next. Loki connects so many things. Thor wouldn't have pulled up if Loki didn't pull up. The well, scepter wouldn't be there. Thus, Wanda and Vision, Wanda wouldn't be, Wanda Pietro would have never got power. Well, let's be real. None of this shit would be going on if it wasn't for Loki. The arrival of Loki is such a ah! point because it also brings uh, it brings the threat, the return threat of aliens. Okay, then, then let me get rid of Iron Man one and go with Thor. Well, which uh, is the uh, introduction of Loki? Because if Loki doesn't get started with anything, we probably wouldn't have the Avengers. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, the Avengers, Loki created the Avengers. That yeah, was the whole I can agree 100%. Of the, the thing of it. I can agree 100%. But I would also say, like you're saying, that end of Iron Man 1, though, has to go there. Because without the concept of the Avengers, that wouldn't have moved forward. Without the Strange and he learned the multiverse. Mm. Um, hmm. Let me see. God damn, Caspi, that's a great question. Um, I mean, might have the parking lot. <laughs> well, we might have the parking lot that. We might hmm. have to. Because um, there's a lot. I mean, there's so many little things that could have changed everything forever. Like, can you imagine if Star-Lord didn't stop his dad? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> then right. he would kill everybody. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That would destroy all of your life on every planet he's ever visited. And if you met his kids, you mm-hmm. visit a lot of planets. Um, <laughs> definitely. I, I'll tell you what is in the top three. The Sokovia Accords. 
Has to be. Yeah. Sokovia Accords like has said, to be. That all that all traces all the way back to Loki Scepter. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. like I said, with that huh. Scepter doesn't pull up. That's the only reason I brought up Loki's arrival on Earth. Yeah. Versus him versus Thor or whatever. Because when he brought that Scepter, that changed the game because that put Hydra back in play. Because remember the uh, we had the Tesseract. Mm-hmm. So that put Hydra back in the play when they got a hold of the Scepter, mm-hmm. which created Wanda, mm-hmm. which has had mm-hmm. lasting effects, which then also technically created Ultron, which created Vision. <laughs> yeah, Loki's definitely there. <laughs> Loki's that, definitely there. All that. Loki's, okay, Loki's appearance, Sokovia Accords. Sokovia Accords were a huge thing. Like, Sokovia um, Accords are still a problem. <laughs> And that movie's like five years old. Mm. It, it's still like shit's kind of still kind of weird fair, fair. <laughs> because of the Zagovia Accords. Mm. What about there? And then what about them fighting Cap? What do you mean fighting Cap? Finding. Oh, finding. Because they found Cap. And you I gotta mean... think. You gotta think. If no Cap, do the Avengers fully come together? Top who reigns three. In, oh. Who reigns in Iron Man? Top three. How do we get Winter Soldier? Top three. I'm not saying it's not an important moment. I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking of importance. Or, well, I mean, what else could there be? The snap? Man, that's it! Thanos has to be up there! Thanos has to be there! Loki, Thanos, the Sokovia Accord! Oh, shit. I was saying, those are the needle movers to me. This is the needle movers to me. And then, like MTS says, like the reveal of Hydra. Like, I will probably put that as four or five. Like, but I'm t- but what I'm thinking, yeah. who are the main three movers and shakers? Yeah, Loki is definitely there. Thanos is definitely Thanos there. Thanos has to be there. But at the same time, like I said, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of root people in the sense of yeah. it started from you because Thanos starts from Loki. Thanos gets nowhere if not for Loki. Ah, but Loki doesn't become Loki if it wasn't for Thanos giving him the thing. No, Loki was a piece of shit before that. Yeah, but he would have gotten the stones. No, he done all yeah. that. His yeah. dad had the Tesseract for a while. We saw that. In but he didn't care for the Tesseract. He wanted and the Mindstone. Obviously cared enough to tell Thanos that he's on the team. <laughs> he said, he said I know all these things. God damn it. We we get let's park it like this because remember he has a whole episode and you know what else is interesting though that we've always seen was that all the stones could be manipulated by magic. Strange manipulates it with magic. Loki manipulates the mind stone with magic and he's able to utilize it for Mm -hmm. multiple effects. Of course. Um, The only the only other thing we get to see is guess what? Vision. So it can be manipulated mechanically. So basically. Nothing from Earth, nothing earthly. Human beings, human, with the exception of Thanos, like mortal beings, with the exception of like Thanos, mm-hmm. can't just manipulate. No, I agree. I agree one hundred percent. I like that. But um, it's interesting because the magic allowed it to be tagged on. Right. I wonder if the ancient one knew about this pull up. I mean, unless, like you said before, that was the dark hole that was missing from the library. She hadn't had a chance to read that. Apologies are needed. Yes. <laughs> Apologies are needed because we're not gonna get it. But that's fine. It's still needed. <laughs> and the reason why I say this is because um we said, oh, that's the dark hole. And folks were like, it's not the dark hole. I'm like, why would it not be the dark hole? Well, it doesn't look the same.
And I wanted to say, did you feel that way when Don Cheadle showed up as War Machine? Did you say, that's not War Machine? <laughs> I did. They all look the same. Let me talk to you guys about Sprinkle. the... Co- <laughs> 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 ah, shit. Uh, let me see. Caspi says, end of Iron Man, Loki arc, snap. That's a good top three. That's a good top three. Um, There's no wrong answers on that one. Um... People yeah, might have yeah, yeah. different ways, but as long as you have Loki in that lineup, yeah, you Loki know. and Thanos, it has to be. Yeah, I still say the Sokovia Accords because the snap wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for the Sokovia Accords. Which is fair. The snap wouldn't which have happened. Fair. Which they wouldn't have been split. Thor wouldn't have been in space to get his shit kicked out of him with the Hulk. <laughs> like the Sokovia Accords kind of fucked everything up. Which got fucked up because they got that scepter. And created Wanda Low and thus Ultron. <laughs> oh, we always get one of these Spider Man versus Batman. Who wins? Why is this uh, a oh, conversation? Oh, no, oh, Spider Man. Yeah. The end. Yeah. It was not really a conversation. Like yeah, yeah. And here's the, here's the thing, and I'm going to break Batman down for anybody who's ever had this question. Mm-hmm. Batman's entire power set and how prep time works means he loses the first round. Mm-hmm. He gets his ass kicked. Then he goes and bat Googles the solution. And then returns mm-hmm. with that solution. Mm-hmm. So, no matter what, anytime you put Batman up against somebody he hasn't fought, which means most characters mm-hmm. outside of his universe, mm-hmm. he's guaranteed to take the L. It's how his character guaranteed works. Guaranteed to. He, the nigga's lost the fight. He lost fist fights to Penguin, to Scarecrow. Like all his first meetings with every one of these people, they handed him his ass physically. There is nothing. <laughs> absolutely, there's nothing Batman can do to stop Bat- Spider-Man. There's nothing. You can say prep time. What's prep time to uh, Spider Sense? What oh, are you no. gonna do? You can say prep time, but remember the rules of prep time. He got to get his ass whipped first. But no, he like right. multiple rounds. We right. having a fucking boxing match. You're right. But <laughs> even with prep time, he has Spider Sense, so you can't sneak up on him. <laughs> you can't lay a trap. He's gonna notice it. Bat spider spray. So what are you gonna do? <laughs> Anti spider bat spray. <laughs> like, like all your tricks are not. <laughs> Pulls out a can of red. <laughs> I'm weak as fuck. Um, bat red. <laughs> well, he has shark repellent. Bat shark repellent. Bat shark repellent. Um, that should work. It, it hurts my heart when when I try to explain to people that folks don't understand how powerful. Spider-Man really is. It's true. Um, Spider- one time Spider-Man got real mad and just beat the shit out of a cosmic being. <laughs> like, pe- people, people forget that uh, Fire Lord fight. But everybody tries to put caveats on it. Like, no, no, no. No. Yeah, remember, no. this nigga was like, like 96% the Silver Surfer at the time. And Peter just went off. Peter oh. was like, oh, hold up, bro. <laughs> Peter King. Spider-Man does not show all of his strength because he's really trying to protect people. Yep. He's very focused. He doesn't want to kill anybody. He doesn't want to hurt nobody too badly. He just wants... You don't hear bad guys saying, God damn, that nigga Spider-Man broke my fucking collarbone. Yep. But Batman be breaking niggas. Niggas don't be walking anymore. <laughs> this is something if I ever wrote for DC, that needs to be addressed. <laughs> like, niggas are going to be getting social security for the rest of their life. Bro, because they robbed the bank. I've long since said, bro, one of the biggest problems with the Batman thing is like, you gotta think about all the people who get laid off because Wayne gotta shut down another thing when his company comes corrupted because he never run, never runs it. That nigga gotta go and be a henchman. Mm-hmm. Get fucked up by Batman. Mm-hmm. Then probably can't get another job because now he got a fucking twitch and a limp and mm-hmm. fucking screws everywhere. Mm-hmm. So he can't go through a goddamn metal detector. Mm-hmm. And 
That's how people end up working for people like the fucking Joker. Because nobody in their right mind is going to sign up to work for the Joker. However, you had like 9 million henchmen over the years. Mm-hmm. He gets so many goddamn henchmen, he just kills them at random for fun. You're absolutely right. That means this shit's got to be real fucked up in Gotham. Um, MTN <laughs> says, if Mysterio can fuck up Spider-Man, the- theoretically Batman can. And um, let's be real here. Uh, did we watch Far From Home? Yeah. Remember what happened at the end? Uh, hold on. <laughs> Peter had maybe 13 scratches from all the bullets he dodged. Uh-huh. And then... What did he do at the end? Just out of Mysterio. What did he do? Uh... Close his eyes? Let loose? <laughs> and said, okay, I'm gonna rely on my spider says. Yep. <laughs> and then what did he do? <laughs> yeah. Like, what people don't realize is, like, when, when Peter goes off, like, when Peter stops trying to hold back... Mm-hmm. And lets his senses take over. Mm-hmm. You are not touching Peter Parker at all. Like the you're only not. way you're gonna hit Peter Parker is if you're like Nitro and you blow up everything around you. Yeah, and you're just doing it faster than he can escape. And even but then, he can probably get him, out of there. Yeah. If you're trying to fight him, yeah, no, no, you're yeah. not touching yeah. him. No. He knows what you're. It's a fucking. No, you're fighting the future. No, <laughs> exactly. Who's <laughs> Mysterio? With Mysterio. Spider-Man always has trouble with Mysterio because he doesn't know it's Mysterio. Because his stuff is so good that he's like, fuck, what's going on? Oh, this is fake. Oh, it's Mysterio. All right, he's done. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like, like that he shit. Said he was talking about the illusion scene. Well, like I said. Yeah, and not only that, but Batman has never given anybody heavy illusions like that. Yeah. So unless he's got, like, Scarecrow fear toxin, which is something I'm sure Spider-Man's dealt with similarly God knows how many times already, mm-hmm. there's not much he's going to do. And even then, Batman's not going to do too much to hurt Spider-Man on a random occasion. Like, you have to have Batman be extraordinarily prepared to deal specifically with Spider-Man, which would only suggest... He already got his ass beat, which means he loses the versus battle. Also, when he beat Mysterio, yeah. Mysterio was using his illusions. And I like them both, but Batman beat Superman's ass twice and beat the Hulk with a Donald kick. Here's the reason they beat Superman's ass. Mm-hmm. Because the nigga hung out with Superman long enough to watch him get his ass kicked enough times to figure out his weaknesses. You, we, I don't know if, uh, if you were reading Justice League in the early 2000s, but we see what happens if Superman just go after Batman. And let's put it together this way. They had to use, like, 13 different technologies to stitch Batman back together. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like Batman um, was fucked up. Let's be real. <laughs> Batman should never be able to touch Superman. No, he should. No, he with, shouldn't. He, with prep time, no. he absolutely should. Because no. Bat- no. Superman has definitive weaknesses. Mm, okay. Now, Batman, if Batman's in the alley, is Superman's in the alley? No. Under no circumstances whatsoever does that work. Well, well, here's, the, no, well here's the deal. If anything that Batman uses against Superman is not moving the same speed that he's able to, it should not be able to touch him. Oh, oh, you're talking about the Flash conundrum. I'm, it's not a conundrum. Does he it have is. super speed or not? It is. Because, because if he does... You can't write the character <laughs> as powerful as they made these characters. It's the biggest problem well, this with the is, Flash. This is it don't make problem. no sense for him to have any human-based villains. Because you're... <laughs> You are so fucking right that it is just stupid. Well, dude, the moment I do this, I should be dead. <laughs> yeah. The moment I hit the draw, bro, like, draw. Oh, yep, yep, he's already got me. Um, Greg Caspi, <laughs> he said, if Batman has kryptonite, yeah, it's fair game. It's not, not no contest. Here's the problem with that. Kryptonite isn't just around in abundance. And 
Batman keeping uh, uh, um, um, Kryptonite around around is dumb because it's been proven, and I feel like a lot of writers <coughs> clunking, <laughs> forget this. Kryptonite is poisonous to humans. Yep. This is facts here. One of the reasons why Lex first lost his hair. I was going to say, <laughs> why do you think Lex Luthor's bald? <laughs> Look at old Lex Luthor. He had curly red hair. Then all of a sudden he went bald. That's not a genetic defect. And there's a whole issue <laughs> where he's like, motherfucker, you it, did this. Yeah. I didn't give you that. And that's one of the main reasons why Lex Luthor hates Superman. Because you're like, bitch, I lost my fucking hair. <laughs> you that's, gave me cancer. <laughs> that's why Superman can be affected in the presence of kryptonite because it's a radioactive isotope, which means it emits radiation. So it's not just like you just hold it. That's one of the reasons why one of the few characters that can hold it for so long is Metallo. Mm -hmm. That nigga just metal. <laughs> Kryptonite is in abundance? No, it's not. It's a, it's like so very like rare. Yeah, it's, no, it's supposed to be really rare, but over the years, they different writers have just fucked it up. Like, there's a period, you remember uh, New 52 Superman towards the end? This motherfucker literally loses his powers and just goes find an entire vat of kryptonite and goes lazing it. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden gets a whole new power set. Hollywood <laughs> Fishers, Batman reverse engineer kryptonite, which is stupid as shit. Once again, kryptonite is poisonous so, to humans. And here's the thing. Superman also has to not be trying to fight Batman, which means Batman can only be the only aggressor. Because kryptonite or anything regardless, if Batman, Superman really wants to kill Batman and it's like, hey, bro, we... We at odds. You killed Lois. I killed fucking Selena. Mm -hmm. It's it's on. Superman literally just flies to the upper atmosphere and hits the nigga with eye beams anywhere that on the should planet. Be, yeah, let's keep it stacked. Anywhere he wants to on the planet, like Goth, he can just wipe Gotham off the map without interacting with Batman in any way, shape, or form. Exactly. <laughs> it's just stupid. I'm just tired. <laughs> Batman knows it's poisonous. Can Firestorm create kryptonite? Yes. Firestorm created Kryptonite. Green Lantern created the Kryptonite. Kryptonite. Yep. They can make it, sure. Yeah. But and let's be realistic, too. With the Kryptonite thing, it's 50-50 with Superman. Mm. There's been times where Superman's been shot with Kryptonite and been almost dead, and other times where that motherfucker was still able to, like, get to help that was, like, hundreds of miles away. Mm -hmm. There's been times where it's, like, the motherfucker's been thrown, Kryptonite thrown at him. Mm. He just broke it. And he still had reserve strength. And yeah. A lot of times it makes him completely weak. So it's kryptonite in a definitive. If I'm not mistaken, <laughs> it's like a mind thing, isn't it? Uh, like it's in Superman's mind. No, it's a writer thing. <laughs> it's, it, it's definitively a writer <laughs> thing. Oh, it's kind of like it's kind of like the whole Martian Manhunter thing, where it's like some people wrote him to be vulnerable to fire, but the original intent was him to be. Like mentally disturbed by mm -hmm. fire, like it was a mental trauma. It wasn't yeah. physical one, and it took years for them to go and just be like fuck it. All right, he's not vulnerable to fire at all. Just leave it alone. <laughs> I'm glad with that. I'm glad with that. Um, Cats me asked, what's your absolute favorite iteration of Superman? All Star Superman. Uh, favorite iteration of Superman. All Star um, for me. For me, my favorite is the. Uh, I guess what do you call it? You call it post crisis? Is it pre crisis Superman? I don't see. It's so hard to define. Which version are you talking about? Like, uh, I I love Superman. I love the Superman that fought Doomsday, and had returned. What's post crisis? Post crisis. Post crisis. Yeah, because there's like four, so many crises. Moment, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to somebody the other day. I was like, no, Infinity Crisis happened, at, or uh, what's not Crisis on Infinite Earths, but he said Infinity Crisis happened after that. I was like, that's not the crisis we refer to. But no, that's not the crisis. It, like, 
They've had so many crises that I'm like, yeah, I get so many crises. Depending on when you came in. So many. Technically, yeah, that is a pre-crisis because that Superman was deleted, then erased, then brought back. Mm -hmm. But I like that Superman because one... That Superman wasn't horribly OP. Mm-hmm. He was—I mean, he was powerful, but he wasn't OP. Mm-hmm. I love the books around him. The mm-hmm. Doomsday, uh, the Doomsday fight was fucking epic. Mm-hmm. To me, that's still the like. There's a lot of good fights that's happened. Over there. Fight. That to me was still that the was biggest fight. and baddest. Because it's like, fight. nah, your motherfuckers like just had him pull up, and mm-hmm. all that motherfucker was saying was raw and Doomsday. <laughs> and just punched him. And just beat um, that nigga. He came in like Brawly. Depending on the air, MTS says, I will say the Kryptonite smoke bombs was a genius. Once again, the only problem with that is that it needs to hit him. And once again, if he has super speed, <laughs> yeah. that should be gone. Also, um, Clark has this thing. Oh, what? super breath. Oh, shit. Not just that either. <laughs> He not just that. He can hold his breath indefinitely. I was like, also, I'm crazy thinking about Superman. He doesn't need to breathe. <laughs> he doesn't need to breathe. So none of that requires him to go. To go. He just. Or just move out of the way. <laughs> oh, damn. That sucks. Like, I may have to take in, once again, that Batman was the only one trying to kill Superman because Superman came to talk. So Superman was making... Flexes. He wasn't trying to fight Batman. Mm-hmm. Literally, as Batman's walking backwards, <laughs> done. Walk away. Yeah. Like when he he didn't even have to show up if they were bloodthirsty. Mm-hmm. Batman standing down there in a little tin suit. Mm-hmm. All that is now is a fucking pressure cooker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That motherfucker just a yeah from a mile away. Like he don't even have to show up to the party. Batman won't even know what killed him. But everything <laughs> we're saying right now, right. Everything we're saying right now is one of my biggest problems with Superman because I can take it further. Since when does Superman not scope a scene before he shows up? He has x-ray vision. Yep. He can see the traps. Batman's laying out traps. Oh, shit. That's a trap over there. The fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I can see through this shit, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Gun's there. There's a smoke bomb there. You got some radiation here. Because this is a strange radiation. Heat's up real high right now. Like, come on. This is one of my problems with Superman. Like... It's for something like that to happen. He would not be. He cannot have super speed. He cannot have super smell. He cannot have X-ray vision. He can't have eye beams. All of these things are detrimental to Batman. Yeah. <laughs> All of these things. Flight. He can't have that. Yep. He can't have that for it to be a real fair fight. Yeah. So that's why when I see that shit, I'm just having trouble because once again, we're cursed with knowledge. Like and like we know that <laughs> Superman should be able to see this. <laughs> like, like people will be like, hey bro, uh, could Flash beat Batman? No, no way possible. Okay, could Superman beat Flash? Yeah, it's very possible. Could Superman beat Batman? No, Batman got that. Batman got that. Batman got that. How? I that. <laughs> also, once again, called Cap like, on Batman beating Flash. Like, uh, hold on, let's be real. There is not one person on the Justice League that in a straight-up bloodthirsty fight, Batman should be. Like, let's be, let's be realistic. Unless Batman gets to come extra prep for the party, because don't walk around acting like Batman just keep all this shit on him at all motherfucking times in abundance. If anybody wanted to do kill Batman on the Justice League, they could do it from a mile away. Yeah. Let's be realistic. Yeah. Batman will have a hard time beating Cyborg. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, and let's get one, especially since all that nigga shit is electronic. Yeah. Guess what? Your tool belt don't open. You ain't communicating with Alfred, nigga. <laughs> all this shit is bad. <laughs> all bad for you. I mean, I was going to say firewalls, but then Cyborg has firewalls now. <laughs> Cyborg is your computer, bro. <laughs> Firewall. And let's keep it 100 once again. The only way he's doing that is if he's prepped for it. No, you're right. If he's not prepped for it and these motherfuckers meet in the alley and they just got problems, no, bro, that ain't happening. And that's the problem with, you know, a lot of the people that put Batman in fights is like, they're like, no, we're going to put him in his most optimal. He's in the Batcave. <laughs> this guy's come to him. He's had 700 years of prep. Yeah. He has his apocalypse armor on deck. He has his aunt, he has a Morbius chair in his hand. The motherfucker got four affinity gauntlets. <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, even if like let's say he has all this this armor and shit ready to fight the Flash. Flash would be like, I just hit you a million times. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> no, thanks. Flash, Flash would do one better. I just saved your parents. Watch you fade from reality. Yeah, that's great though. And um, Tower of Babel, I like that Batman had contingencies for everyone, including himself. And the contingency that he had was great. Was that they, they, someone kidnapped his parents and hung them over a Lazarus pit because they know that if Batman's parents come back, he's not gonna want to be Batman no more. That was smart. Yeah. Like you're, we're we're not even gonna kill you. We're going to remove you from the table. He ain't going to be Tony Stark at that point. Yeah. We're gonna, you're not going to be ambitious to run your empire. You're not going to want to do any of this shit. <laughs> you're done. How do you kill a man? I mean, no, no, no. One of my favorite statements, Grant Morrison, Fantastic Four, one, two, three, four. If you haven't read it, you need to. Do it right now. <laughs> After the show. Marvel Knights, Fantastic Four, one, two, three, four. Written by Grant Morrison. Drawn by Jay Lee. Um... Doctor Doom slowly starts taking down the Fantastic Four, and I love what he did with the thing. He cured him. You're starting to think, how's that a bad thing? Easy. Well, okay, he's cleared now, but now he can't access the building. Yep. <laughs> Wait, I can't get inside. Oh shit, there's a bad guy going on down the street. Let me go stop. Oh, I'm a regular human being. Yep. Oh, shit. Someone's shooting at me. Oh, that's cool. I'm the thick. <laughs> oh, wait. I just got hit by a car. <laughs> uh, yep. Wait. Pain. Wait. I got What's to that? lose now. What's happening? I actually feel hurt. <laughs> and Dr. Doom says the greatest line. How do you destroy a man? Give him his heart's desire. Yep. Give him what he wants. Trust me. Gotta Mephisto, stop him. Hey, Mephisto been doing it for years. Woo! Woo! I love that line. I'm gonna go read that shit again tonight. You want? Yeah. How do you destroy a man? You give him what he wants. Yep. That'll take. That'll take him out. Yep. Because a lot of people, their life is based on ambition to fulfill something. Once you take that ambition away, that's it. Yeah, you're just like, what else? All right. Fuck everything. I don't need it. I got what I wanted. Um, Caspi says you're 100% right, but isn't that what makes Batman such a fave? He can be get wiped any moment, but he's still on the front lines. He's right did well. Um, no, you're, no, here's the deal. I understand it. I get it. I still think I don't have to agree with it, yeah, I, but I understand it. When the smoke clears, Batman's popular. He's going to win. Yeah. 
That's I like, how it is. But see, and I like less OP Batman. Like, I think there's a huge miss in the Batman that doesn't have to be technical. It was my problem with uh, Affleck Batman versus Bale. Like, one of the things, two of the things I like most about Bale's Batman, number one, he felt like he hated being Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Every time you saw him bringing Bruce Wayne, you could tell that motherfucker was just waiting to get back in the cave. Mm-hmm. Like, they gave, they truly gave that feeling of, like, no, this motherfucker wears Bruce Wayne as the suit. Right. And I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. The second thing was, he was tactical. Like, I like tactical Batman. I like Batman that doesn't just go in mm-hmm. and just, like, bro, I'm just going to go in fist fight and go in. That's why I hated the BVS scene where he goes to save Martha. Or, and he's like, look. I'm going to rain hellfire into this room, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to run in, and I'm going to fight all these people, and everybody want to give them these passes, like, oh, well, they weren't going to kill Martha because of this, 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 and like, they should have killed her. There was no reason why they didn't kill her. Like, there was no reason why they didn't kill like, her. Like, bro, unless the order was very specifically, do not kill her no matter what. That was the hugest fail of all time because Batman was out there for like ten minutes fighting these motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, they no were throwing grenades around and all this shit. There's like, no reason why they had to kill her. Alone, alive. Like. There's no uh, reason why they had to keep her alive. Uh, There's none. Uh, also, I loved in uh, <laughs> um, in um, um, how it, how it how should have ended, it. where uh, Superman is talking to Lex Luthor, and Lex Luthor is like, yeah, kidnapped your mom. Oh, no, what are you going to do? And then Superman just runs and grabs her and goes back, and, and Lex Luthor is like, what? And he's like, is this my mom that you kidnapped? And Lex Luthor is like, oh. He's like, yeah, I just used my super speed in my x-ray vision. <laughs> And I found my mom in like two seconds because I'm fucking Superman. <laughs> so I say again, is this my mother that you supposedly get? And then someone's like, God damn, man, damn. Look, I got it. Time out. Time out. Oh, that shit. Oh, shit. I didn't think this out very well. I also want Norman Osborn in MCU. I say Giancarlo Esposito and um, old boy from um, When They See Us. When They See Us. The dude, the actor kid, he was also in Moonlight. Oh, I know you're talking about. What's his name? He's like a Puerto Rican kid. He's one of them black. He's one of them mixed. The Puerto Ricans. Yeah, the Puerto Ricans. Yeah. Um, Yeah, he's like a. Someone found his name, but y'all good at that. Okay. Y'all good at that. I can fuck with that cat. (laughs) I mean, I want Giancarlo as so many people, but mostly, I would love him as Mephisto. Oh, he would be a great Mephisto. Just because the dialogue alone, Mm -hmm. like, imagine him just coming up, setting up contracts. (laughs) Bring <laughs> it out. Thank you. I knew Caspi would know. Janelle Jerome. Thank you. Thank Janelle you. Yeah. Jerome. I want him as yeah, a... Yeah, they see us. so good. Oh, man. Uh, heartbreaking. You know, you know <laughs> when they see us is one of those movies that I watched once, very enjoyed it, much enjoyed it, and said, I can never watch this again. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can no, never no, watch no, this again. No, no, no. It's just like, there's a list of films that are on there <sighs> that is like, I really love this movie. I cannot watch it again, though. That, <laughs> That's yeah, one yeah. of them. Yeah, that was. 12 Years a Slave is one of them. Fair. <laughs> Fruitvale Station. And Fruitvale Station affected me because, nigga, I was there. Like, I was on the front lines when that shit happened. I drove to Oakland. It's just right there from us. Like, I drove out there. I was like, nah, fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah. That was nuts. Like, we what? Got real dark real quick. Yeah. And, and, and Oakland niggas. Like, my nigga here, Oakland niggas don't play when it comes to, like, rioting. 
<laughs> this one was like we invented this yeah. shit. Y'all new to this? <laughs> literally on the West Coast, bro. Like like Pac said, where we riot, not rally. <laughs> Love it. Rest in peace, Pop. That's true. Um, oh, I watched. Did you watch the big documentary? I have not yet. On Netflix? It's on you Netflix, need to. But, yeah. And here's the thing. I was reluctant to watch it because I'm like, nigga, I've seen this so many times about the story of Biggie. First of all, it has hella unseen footage. Okay. And I learned something new because I've always wondered. I said he always calls himself Biggie Smalls, and that's based off of a character from an old movie. And I was like, well, why isn't his name Biggie Smalls? Instead, it's the Notorious B.I.G. And he like never calls himself that. <laughs> he says Biggie Smalls. Biggie Smalls is the wickedness. Nigga saying I'm pussy. I dare you to stick your dick in. Uh, uh. <laughs> Biggie owes us a lot of pauses. <laughs> <laughs> Biggie's like, niggas get buck ripped in the pussy. Oh, now that brother lit train, bro. Niggas press their luck in, they get a buck fucking. <laughs> Shoot him. Yeah, yeah. 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 so fine. I suck your father's dick. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't never seen a girl that beautiful. <laughs> it doesn't exist. And we started this show with Pam Grip. <laughs> I am not doing that. I am not doing that. Y'all knew this. We true this. Talk that shit, Isaac Turtle. Uh, the first hand footage is great, but I needed it to be longer. Every major chapter felt rushed. Can't have enough Biggie content. Oh, so, okay, Caspi's talking about... Y'all don't know, Caspi is a dude I follow. Uh, shout out to Caspi. Um, he is um, uh, from The Observer. He watches films. He's a critic. Uh, good guy. Everybody follow him. I think it's, it's the same. Only a great Caspi. That's my homie. That's my Jewish homie. He's one of the homies I fight for. When I talk about how Jewish representation is so, like underappreciated and underused to the point where niggas want Giancarlo as Magneto and I'm like no he's not Jewish and then niggas get mad at me there's black Jewish people I'm aware Giancarlo is a one of them <laughs> also true <laughs> so he's not one of them <laughs> so why don't you go find one who is <laughs> since you, you're, you're pushing that there's so many of them okay <laughs> well why don't you just catch that guy <laughs> Instead, hey, buddy, salute, salute, bro. Um, but that ass, um, and also stop getting mad when John Carlo gets um, um, cast as a bad guy. He's good at it. That's very true. He's good at it. Do what you're good at. What's wrong with getting in where you fit in? Yep. I don't understand. Somebody explain that to me. Oh, it's terrible. Bro. If he doesn't see the problem with it, whatever he yeah. does it, you can't argue with these checks yeah. he's getting. Yeah. And, and the reception on his characters. Exactly. Like, nobody's saying, oh, well, he's not a good bad guy. <laughs> and she says, neither is McKellen and Exactly. I've always said, if we're going to do Jewish Magneto, please. That's my hashtag. Jewish Magneto. There are certain characters. Now, I understand, now I'm, I'm not Jewish. But um, I feel like there's a small list of characters who have been portrayed as Jewish okay. that need to be Jewish. Moon Knight's not on that list for me. And Caspi, tell me if I'm being out of pocket for that. I don't feel like Moon Knight has to be. I wish he was. I wish that they cast him one. But while he is Jewish, it's not something that he really practices. Fair. Or anything that has anything to do with his character. There is a list, though, of characters that have to be Jewish. Number one, you already know. 
Ben Grimm. Thank you. Ben Grimm has to be... Ben, when you think Jewish superhero, Thing is the first thing that comes to your mind. It has to be. I mean, it was, literally. No, 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 I just proved it. I just proved it just now. Just now. When you think of Jewish superheroes, first thing you think of, Thing. Thing has to be Jewish. Yes, absolutely. And, and the actor we're getting, I think people focus too much on how he looks. And I'm like, he doesn't have to look like anything because... It's, it's going to be, be CGI. He's going to be CGI. So it's like... Except for the last time. That was a shitty casting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was going to say, what's wrong with Michael Chiklis? I was like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't like Michael Chiklis. No, but... Put it this way. <laughs> if they just went and did the opposite of what they did in 2015, it, mm-hmm. could, it would be a good movie. Uh, everybody, listen. It's John Carlos being typecast a little, though. What's wrong with that? I mean, no, 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 no. this is a serious conversation. What is wrong with being typecast? I'm just saying, he's not really being typecast. He's just being typecast at his own age. You remember this nigga been around since like school days and shit? Like, yeah, he's been around. Good. Yeah, I mean, he's been around, around since before you were born, Eli. Yeah, bro. Like, he's been around for been a around. long time. And most often, he played one of the people on the side of the righteous. Yeah. He played one of those brothers who was yeah. in truth, who was trying to be out there doing like, you know, fraternity kind of stuff. And. <laughs> Like, I'm a progressive brother and all Hold that real stuff. quick. Uh, Sir Piffity says, why does Thing have to be Jewish? Are you serious? <laughs> no, no, I'm like not joking. Are you serious? Do you really want to know why Thing has to be Jewish? Because 75% of everything that has to do with Thing is Jewish. Everything. The guy wears yarmulkes. <laughs> he talks in um, Yiddish mm. all the time. Um, how he speaks, how he acts, the, how he feels about everything is Jewish. Like, this guy reps his Jewish heritage. When it comes to things, when you think of Superman, you think Boy Scout. You think the good guy. Always does. When you think Batman, you think mysterious. You think uh, um, um, kind of a dickhead. Hella smart. When you think thing, tough guy. Jewish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, nah, I don't know. Not a big... Okay, fair. Yeah, okay. That's all I was asking. Like, are you serious? Like, are you joking? Because, like, if you knew Fantastic Four, that's, like, his thing. It's like... It's, it's like... Uh, that's his thing. Uh, that's like Mr. Fantastic being smart. It's it's that. That's a part of him. Wolverine being short. <laughs> fair. Fair. Um, That's number one, number two. People always say it in there. Uh, Kitty Pride. She has to be Jewish. Yeah. Like, there's a, there, those two are the two that wreck their Jewishness hard. And that's why a lot of people are having trouble with Marauders. Because a lot of the things they do on there would be against the Jewish heritage. But I, I had to tell, I, I don't correct people, but in all honesty, in Krakoa, they're not doing human religions anymore. Yeah, they're mutants. They're like, we're not doing human religions right, so anymore. They've separated themselves as a race. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know. I think it's a walking dream. <laughs> Thing filters the world through a Jewish culture lens. Thank you. It informs its point of view, perspectives when debating nuance of conflict and character. What said like a critic? <laughs> oh yeah, that was really well said though. No, 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 no. Okay. Like, Everyone he, follow Caspi. That's my nigga he, right he there. That's my nigga. That. That's, that's my that. guy. That's my guy um, right there. Um, but yeah, no, I, I would say, and to me, I would also say Magneto. And oh, that's only my third one because. These are all characters who, when it when the smoke clears, their heritage 
has made up a very large portion of their story absolutely character absolutely when you have other characters who, no. like for example mary jane you could have raised been her anyway because who she is and what she does has never been affected by her race I agree. Like, she didn't grow up in some sort of, you know, certain type of community. She doesn't follow a certain religious, you know, background. There's nothing there. So you can change that kind of character around. Aubrey Plaza for who, MTF? He said, you must have missed about my fan cast. I wanted Aubrey Plaza for Kitty? For Kitty Pride? If she's Jewish, I'm cool with that. Uh, yeah, no. Is Aubrey Plaza a snack? Um, Is she a snack? No. You don't think she's a snack? No. Really? No. Really? No. Really? No. I mean, here's the thing. Like, I don't know. She seems like the kind of girl where it's like she's she just seems like she'd be fun to hang out with. That's it. That I mean, I could possibly see Danny. <laughs> you know, like I'm like, like, no! yeah, like to me, like I like she lacks the cat Dennings that I tend to like. You know, I like, feel you. I need I need the shapes is this. Can I ask yeah, you see, it's just it's like, like it's. I think it's all tied in the personality and the essence and like the little vibe she gives off, which is cool. But at the same time, like I was kind of also on the Kitty Pride thing, which honestly is Kitty. Oh, I don't know. Like, I want Kitty. I I like a more action oriented Kitty. Like I don't want Kitty to be the sad Kitty that we got in the first. The sad movie. Kitty. The sad, sad like, X Men, where it's like I, kinda, <laughs> I just run around a little bit and go through things. Like no, oh. Kitty. See, Kitty at one point was trained by Wolverine. Like she should oh, be man. about that action to a degree. Somebody said, "Why did they cast a man as Kitty?" <laughs> <laughs> But those of you who don't know, uh, the woman that was cast as Kitty Pride, she came out as trans and said, I'm a man. So like, it was like, the cast a guy for Kitty Pride. <laughs> uh, see, I think she could have been yeah, great if they, <laughs> I think it was great. I mean, I think it would have been cool if, you know, they wrote her better because I had no problem with the casting. Well, so. yeah, it, it was a shitty movie. Well, all X-Men movies are trash. And, so. but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want that same kind of energy. Like, I want more of a, like... I think she should have a better energy. And Aubrey Plaza has just never... Aubrey Plaza is a fun actress, but she, to me, feels like... I mean, there's roles written for her. Mm -hmm. And she fits into certain dynamics, but I don't see that as being one of them. I I think there's other characters she could potentially do justice. Kitty ain't one of them. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, We should do a Kitty fan cast once. Aubrey Plaza would have been great as um, She-Hulk 2. But then I watched Orphan Black, and nah... No, Tatiana Maslany is that bitch. They needed to scoop up Tatiana Maslany. Personally, you know who I want her as? Who? I want her as Mystique. Who? Abby Plaza? No. Tatiana. Tatiana? I want her as Mystique. Ah, I like it. Because J-Law butchered that so bad. I'm fucking with it. I'm (laughs) fucking with it. But I kind of would have wanted... I feel like Mystique should be older. I don't she, she could play any age. Well, no, yeah, I guess you're right. She could play any age. I guess you're right. Bro, I, bro, think about her characters in that. Like, no, you're right. It was, like, I literally, because I watched the show when it was airing, so I didn't, you know, hear about her like that, and it was like a BBC show. Uh-huh. So I was I was literally, like, looking up online, like, this bitch got triplets or something. Who the fuck is this? <laughs> like, because, I mean, between, uh, what's it called, Katsima mm-hmm. and um, the straighter one. The one who was uh, the housewife? Housewife. On what? On Orphan Black. Oh, yeah. 
But between the main the mm-hmm. main one and those three, like it was that that to me was like, bro, you you could do something special. Um, Margot um, Robbie for Emma. No, but we could get a clone. Thandie Newton for Mystique. Mar- who is uh, what's the name? Oh, um, I love Thandie Newton though. Oh, Danny Newton and more things. Um, you know who I am becoming Give addicted to? Um, I am becoming more addicted to Samara Weaving. Samara Weaving. Samara Weaving. Who the fuck is this? Uh, Google her name. Uh, I watched this movie. I'm going to recommend it to you. I want you to watch it tonight. Uh, what was the last name again? Weaving. Uh, Weaving. Weaving. She's Hugo Weaving's niece. Oh, okay. I know Hugo. Oh, oh, what was she in? I just saw her or something. She's she in a bitch. bunch of shit. She's, uh, she uh, looks what? similar to Margot Robbie, even though a lot of people are like, no, she doesn't. There's a few nah, times I is. thought that was her. No, I thought it was is. Margot. She, uh, you're absolutely right. Yeah. She is exactly like you, little like mini me. She's also Australian. <laughs> um, there's a movie called Ready or Not. I watched it the other day. Um, fucking phenomenal. Great film that flew under the radar. Um, I had some time this week, which is rare. I usually never have time for shit. But I was like, I got some time. Let me just watch some movies. And non-comic book movies. Because believe it or not, I don't just watch comic movies. I watch a hell of movies. Uh, I watched Invisible you don't do Man. with comics. Huh? What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, you're right. I watched Invisible Man. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Invisible Man. I was like, wow. If you ever watched Invisible Man, go watch it. It's not bloody. It's not gory. It is frightening as fuck. And I've always told people that, to me, the most scary shit isn't the shit that's filled with blood. It doesn't need to be. The fucking first oh, um, Texas said, Chase on my... It says it disconnected. Stream has disconnected. Did it reconnect? I don't see what I'm saying. No, so it just talked. So the chat's still working. Uh, hold on. No, we're still recording, at least in the drive. Someone said, uh oh. Yeah, I mean, if the stream's still working, I'm connected in it, and I wonder if it would have dropped. Yeah, it looks like it reconnected. Oh, the post tweet, that's fine. Batman, I heard you guys talking shit and cut the phone. <laughs> yeah, bro, I'm pretty Are we sure. back? Um, yeah, I think it says we're back. Okay. Uh, rephrasing for the whole show. Yeah, um, I think so. Oh, shit. Oh. Uh, Ready or Not was a movie I watched. Um, I, I had some open time this week, and I've been meaning to watch this film. Um, Samara Weaving's in it. I don't want to reveal anything on it, but just watch it. Trust me. It was fucking fantastic. I was like, this is great. I enjoyed it from beginning to end, and it was funny. And it was, it had some like action and scary hardcore moments. That's and after good. I watched that movie, um, I also watched Guns of Kimbo. Guns of Kimbo. Guns of Kimbo. She, it was on that list that she was on. She's also in that. So I watched that and I was like, oh, so that's Samara Weaving girl again. Damn, uh, that Batman. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's a Samara Weaving. Damn, now we don't know how many viewers we have. That's cool. Guns of Kimbo. Oh, These oh. are both on Amazon Prime. Oh yeah, I need to watch that one. This is where he gets the guns. Yeah, it's hand. like Scott Pilgrim on crack. It's like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I was gonna come about say come about watch that too. Um, yeah, yeah there's like I, I hate it though because there's like ten girls who look exactly like her. And her I know, and her. right? Like, they, like there's that exotic those. look, and she was also uh, uh, Ted's daughter in the Billy Ted movie, the yeah. third one. Yeah, she was also in that too. So she seems to be able to do a bunch of shit. Yeah. I think that she's great. 
She's huh. really good with guns. Like, she just looks great holding guns. <laughs> so I was just like, dude, she'd be a great Emma Bloodstone. Elsa Bloodstone. That okay. was just me. Um, um, we do have half an hour. You want to get in Wash- WandaVision? Oh, we really, really do. Damn, I didn't know we were on that. Um, yeah. She was good in the babysitter, too. Yeah, I got to watch it. Uh, Panto said he has nothing. Refresh, fool. Refresh. <laughs> oh, well, uh, if he has nothing, he can't hear us. Oh, shit. No. Uh, dude, he shouldn't be able to type. <laughs> yeah, no, he still has a chat. The chat. That's what I said. I didn't go offline. It's just the stream just disconnected me. Uh, oh, it just did. Okay, cool. Cool. Uh, let's go. Cool. Uh, we have half an hour left. Y'all niggas in the chats got us all off. <laughs> Way um, out there. Um, so, so, so no, there's something I do want to talk uh, about with regard to WandaVision. It's still in the same thing, but I got to get this off. Okay. Um, I'm tired of you niggas. I'm tired of y'all. Um,. I really, really wish, and somebody tell me, including you, Catsby, MTF, I should tell all y'all. Someone tell me if I'm out of pocket here. I just want more for my people. I want more. I want more. Because we can't ask for inclusion, then get it, then be upset that we got it. So for those of you, there's, there's this think piece going around, and think pieces are inevitable. People are going to do it. Um, True. Uh, there's a think piece going around talking about how we failed, how WandaVision failed Monica. Let me stop you right there. If your biggest complaint about WandaVision has nothing to do with neither Wanda nor Vision... <laughs> called WandaVision. Uh, and so it's about Wanda and Vision. Uh, what? <laughs> I don't even understand that. How does that work? <coughs> How the fuck does that work? <laughs> How is it? Uh, That'd be like me buying a car, putting this car seat in the car that's shitty, and then being mad at the people who made the car. Because I didn't like the way the car seat worked. Um, (laughs) like, like, what? Like, how did, like, you said, Wanda, it wasn't Wanda Vision in the spectrum. Yeah. (laughs) She wasn't even called Spectrum. Um, at all. So, here's my thing. I mean, MTS says, I mean, you can want the inclusion to be substantive. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. My issue is setting up unrealistic uh, standards. Um, no, no, no. And, and, you know, you're absolutely right. You can want it to be substantive, but it has to be that. And it's not here. There are great examples of where the inclusion doesn't feel right. A great example. Take a guess. What superhero film had a black person in it and it pissed us all off? X-Men First Class. This is why we do the podcast together. This is why we do it together. People ask why we do the podcast together. For Darwin. I don't even have to say it. Went out your way to make Darwin black. <laughs> Just to do that bullshit. <laughs> so yeah, no, you're absolutely right. You could have done that to anybody there. This is could have done that to Mystique. This is <laughs> this is one just one of those examples. This is that was one of those examples, and. So people have a problem with what happened with Monica in this movie. And they said they wanted more Monica. So you wanted more of someone that the show is not about. 
who you'll probably get more of when they not ask probably. about her. Not probably. You're right, but not probably. They've already said, oh, she's showing up in Captain Marvel 2. Oh, no, but it's not going to be enough. Until she gets her... She has to have her own entire film and franchise out of the gates. Even though... How many books Spectrum got? Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Why don't do that? I didn't. Don't do that. Don't do that. No, no, you're right. Don't do that because you're right. Absolutely. Let me see. People saying Heights and Tables right. I said last time, inclusion isn't enough. Black people won't be content unless the black person is dark-skinned. Light-skinned black people don't count. In my observation, I'm not black. Do not apologize for oh, no. facts. Let's walk with toes. We get a lot of play, but we don't get a lot of love. Don't, you're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Don't get me wrong. And I applaud you for saying that, because that could have went left. We could have been like, nigga, fuck you. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. right. Uh, colorism is a thing. People don't like to admit it, but let's be realistic. There's a lot of people who fell to the narrative that was set by people that lighter skin is better. It's not just here in America. Mm-hmm. They're not in Cuba. They do the same kind of stuff. Absolutely. They all of them like, I mean, look at Sammy Sosa over the years. Oh, my God. Um, it Colorism is a legitimate thing. It is. People, I think people go too hard with these takes, and they don't understand that, what, like Taskier was saying earlier, inclusion shouldn't be segregation. So... When you do add-ons and things of that nature, especially in shows like this, you know, where you, we, I mean, we got Jimmy Woo and we got Monica, but for some reason, the people from Monica is just extra upset. Like, neither of these characters were part of her original storyline in the exactly. first place. They're tackle-ons. Absolutely. And, and also, oh, don't, don't say poor Sammy Sosa. No, don't do that. <laughs> that nigga knew what he was doing. Yeah, he, he knew what he was doing. Not, he didn't just know what he was doing. He knew what he was doing every single time he did it. Yeah. He, he did, did a bunch. Now. Like, did a bunch of times. It came in shades. Yeah. <laughs> but in that Latino country where, you know, black people talk about our shit here, I feel bad for black Latinos. Because they get shit too and nobody talks about it. <laughs> you, go, you, go to, you go to any part of the world. There's been a narrative set against people who are darker skinned, which is shitty because all the original people were dark as fuck. Like I say, mm-hmm. people moved north and got all uppity, came back down, told everybody, oh, that's bad. No, you're you're the new bitch. Mm-hmm. All right, you're not the classic. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm with you. Caspi says, people are upset that Will Smith was cast as Serena Venus Williams' father and the upcoming. Thank you for saying Serena Venus. Because a lot of people just said Serena. Uh, <laughs> no, poor no, Venus. That, poor yeah. Venus. I feel so bad for Venus because Venus is forever number two. But she's still great. <laughs> she's still fantastic. She still has hella trophies. She still has hella accomplishments. Yeah. They're just not number one. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but can you imagine though, at the same time the dad? I literally got number one and number two. I got number one and number two. At the I'm same good. time, at the same time really. the only person that you upset about, because your sister can't say nothing except for about her, yeah. so it's like at the dinner table, dad can still shut that down. Hey, don't make fun of your sister. Because <laughs> <laughs> go, oh, one and two. You, you third, you fourth, you know. You one and two. Yeah. I, 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 oh, he's, <laughs> yeah, no, catch me. I bought his upcoming WB film, King Richard. This was the first time I learned about the concept of colorism. Um, absolutely. Um, unfortunately, it is a thing. Me personally, I have trouble telling a black person they're not black enough. 
Yeah. I, I have trouble with a person who has a black mom and a black dad and telling them they're not black enough for anything. I have trouble with that. Personally. Personally. Personally, I have a problem telling anybody who is black in any way. If you have, if you afford... Look, bro, if you look black, you won't be treated like a black person. Mm-hmm. And for me, personally, I think that we are smarter unified. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the whole reason, like, we fought against segregation initially. Because mm-hmm. don't just separate yourself into, hey, we just black over here. Like, no, no, no. You want to be included? We have numbers. Absolutely. Numbers will eventually get changed, made. Absolutely. Brit, include motherfuckers. Like, when the motherfuckers is like, oh, no, that motherfucker got a white girl. I don't recognize that kid. No, 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 stop yourself there. Include that kid. Don't make that kid feel excluded because we was excluded for so fucking long. Would y'all call Logic black? Then? No, Logic's not black. <laughs> <laughs> no. I refuse. You believe that he's a black man. I'm sorry. Like, 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 like. like, he doesn't even look black. He looks like a white kid. Well, like I say, you just do the police test. I'm going to <laughs> in his own car and minding his own business to see what happens. Listen, somebody <laughs> said to me, <laughs> see what happens. Somebody said to me that logic fulfills every white kid's desire to say the N-word. And I cannot unhear that. Every time he says the N-word a lot. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? You Eminem made a whole career and broke records without having to drop it. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not the case no more. It's yeah. fascinating to hear the 360 cultural perspective to a concept colorism I had never even been aware of until recently. Thanks for talking openly about it with us, man. Hey, yo, um, um, Caspi, I'm glad that you're open to this type of stuff because it is something that you know, if it wasn't for social media, people wouldn't know more about it. And it has always been a thing, but now people are becoming more aware to it. And I understand it to a degree. I feel like old girl who played Storm, I think that she got too much hate until she opened her fucking mouth and kept talking shit. And that's when I was like, okay, hold up. I understand that because, you know, she has a black mom and a black dad. So she's like, how can you tell me I'm not black enough? However... I've always said that, you know, people say, oh, well, she, these actors should be able to respond because they're human. Stop right there. When you decide to put yourself out there like that, when you make that decision, you're going to be criticized forever. So there's, I don't understand the point of responding. There's no point in responding unless you just want to address something. Like, let me address something. I understand how you guys feel, but I am a black woman. I have a black mom and a black dad. But she was like, fuck y'all. I'm going to do whatever I want. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, oh, I mean, MTS says, I thought she had a white mom. Okay, then never mind. Did they have, let's get the X-Men movies fucking so <laughs> I mean, let's... let's okay, if she has a white mama, then okay. No, no, no. Yeah, let's keep it 100. And that's part of the problem with colorism, especially in Hollywood. The You end up seeing these castings, and I could see where it do make people feel a kind of way. Like, that's a big part of the problem in Hollywood, is we need more people to be more accepting, so a lot of these people move up in the business and are able to be producers themselves. Oh, hell no, she might as fuck. She might as fuck. She might as fuck. I don't know. Let's keep it 100. If I'm keeping it 100... What the fuck? 
Everything was bad about those movies. I don't see why they're people even bother with the conversation. Films, they're not like, good films. I don't, I don't even begin not. to debate the ethnicity of anybody they're in like the not. 2015 Fantastic Four. I'm like, that's all shitty films. They're not about? good films. I'm they're, sorry. I'm not they're sorry. Good. They're not good films. Go watch better films, nigga. Go watch some fucking better films because the X films are all bad. They're all bad. No. Yes, Logan. And I, I don't get that point on X Men films. I don't give a fuck. I'm going fuck. You know what's funny? I'm shit. You if you if you go and you edit out parts of two X Men films, uh-huh. you could almost have two decent movies. Because X Two had some good moments that were just ruined by poor decisions, like when our boy Peter shows up and armors up, and they're like, "Nah, you're good." Like, bro, you couldn't even throw him into the next room. You couldn't even just just give us one fastball special, then have him run out. No, what? you completely burnt us. Why the fuck? Is <laughs> your strongest mutant stuck with Kitty Duty? It should be the other X Men. There's other X Men here. Yeah, we need. We got. We're dealing with niggas with guns. Should we include the nigga who's bulletproof? Not just that. Hold on. Matter of fact, Wolverine, you're more suited to escort these children. Yeah, and you're an adult. Yeah. I literally can't be hurt right now. I will literally just take the ball and throw them out of the mansion. They will probably survive. You're going to go and murder everybody on the lawn. Days of Future Past was stupid. It's not a good movie. I'm tired of Days of Future Past. I'm tired. All the X-Men movies... Include Magneto going evil, and then he just gets to go away. Like, why did they get this nigga island? Didn't you try to kill us like a million times? <laughs> like, I mean, why? Did you fight him with an island and more mutants? Like, yeah, we know he got. Exactly what he wanted. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Here we go. Ah, uh, oh, ooh, um, Colossus is the most disrespected of the OG X Men. No. I can't agree. Um, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. 1,000%. Yeah. I, I agree with that. 1,000%. Yeah. I agree with that. But, yeah. No, the old X-Men movies disrespected Suck. everybody. Suck. They're not good. Um, in the end, I think that the X-Men franchise really could have... Like, they had really good actors. Like, the problem with the X-Men movies, which is why some people kind of like them or might support them, and they can't separate this... Has nothing to do with the plot, the way the story was executed, or a lot of the writing. It has to do with some of the actors being really fucking great actors and carrying roles harder than the movie was executed. Like Fassbender, like Patrick Stewart, like uh, Old Boy who was uh, Magneto the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like some of the castings were great. Like James Marsden as Cyclops was fucking great. Um, Hugh Jackman yeah, made Wolverine work way better than the movie should have. I agree. Um, I agree. Like Ian there McKellen. was so many good castings, um, except for J Law, <laughs> that the whole uh, like the franchise was carried off that. I do want to address. <laughs> Isaac Turtle said it's hard being Latino and expecting representation because I can't identify with super white Latinos and I can't identify with dark skinned Latinos unless they tan it's not me I, you know someone else told me that and yeah that's a rough one that's a rough one because Latinos got mad shades mad shades well, like my wife if you would have saw her you'd think she's white but she's not she's Latino as fuck and speaks hella Spanish 
and her her dad looks like Cesar Chavez. And so, <laughs> just for some reason, she came out as a light skin. There's no real explanation for it. And mine is Irish Latina. Her mom's like Irish, like redheaded. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Irish yeah. woman, and her dad's like Rod- Rodrigo, Mexican, Mexican. Right, like, right, you right. know, like very dark skin, whatever. Right, 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 right. She looks Mexican, hair, the, like, you know, facial and everything. Right, right, right. But she got lighter, like almost all, like Italian type olive skin. Type, Absolutely. You know? um, so, I, that's part of the problem the, with colonization yeah. that people are saying, look, look, let's keep it 100. He's talking that shit. Everybody, is, this is one of the things white people never realize. This is talking but that shit. White science has shown <laughs> that. Everybody came out of a collective group in Africa. This mm-hmm. is this is something called evolution. Mm-hmm. Now, as we spread out and people moved north and east, they came to different exposure across the equator because our planet's tilted. So not everywhere gets the same amount of sun. So as a result, the hair didn't take the same stresses, the skin didn't need as much melanin, and things changed within people. They did that for so long, the niggas forgot where they came from. <laughs> you left the hood, you forgot the hood. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. cold, well, it's cold. <laughs> but you left Africa, you moved around and shit, and you became different colors. And I know some people are like, well, we theorize that some people might have been in South America. No, 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 no. Them niggas walked, all right? They walked their ass all the way over there over time because we had a fucking lot of it. And they settled down. It was like, all right, bro. And they became different enough that they forgot their roots. <laughs> all right? But all of you is niggas. No, this is interesting. I'm Everybody. Hispanic, born and raised in PR. Uh, I tan well after a while, but I have light skin, and I truly, to this day, confused as to say, am I white or not? My skin is lighter, but being Hispanic is not a race either. Oh, um, let me break it. Let me let me expose some stuff to you. Black. What you are in the end, your roots. When you trace back your... Because guess what? Everybody alive today is connected to the first people. And so far, the first people was all black. So congratulations. You're all black. Uh, When you hate people, guess what? (laughs) You're everybody from Earth, so don't tell me there's anything else. So either you black or an earthling. You get to... see this discussion people of color tell me i'm hispanic not white then white black. people tell me i'm white you're black, black. <laughs> <laughs> that's like we're told we're white but we don't feel white whiteness is also a social con Ooh, it is, yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> hey y'all this is getting deep it's true Wait, this is getting deep. whiteness is a social contract talk it, that it, shit it's a social contract talk designed to divide people because the divided people are easier to conquer Say it again. But say it again. The Repeat. divided people are easier to conquer. No, say that whole oh, thing again. Whiteness is a social construct divide, designed to divide people because the division of people makes them easier to conquer. It's fact. I mean, that's what it was. It was designed to say because the... And when it came up, especially here in the Americas, it was a way for them to say, look, all the Europeans, whether you're from Spain, Portugal, here, there, which were all different areas at the time... And motherfuckers warred with each other in different ways for fucking years. Uh, then became under one commonwealth. Said, look, we can all be the same here. But these motherfuckers can't have that. And that meant black people and Asians for the most part. And as a result of that, being, quote, white or having that skin tone, regardless of where you were from, meant you were different than the slaves. <laughs> or the people there for unpaid labor, poor labor, etc. Or the natives there. Because they were also brown. 
Because, and, let's be real, the majority of people on the planet for the majority of history are brown people. It's just the way it works. Because the first one's brown, because y'all niggas. Y'all niggas. Those of you got all uppity because you moved north. I get it. North is up. Don't become uppity and come back down. And <laughs> like, that's what happened. Like, you know. Everything that encompasses being white has nothing to do with me, so why I gotta identify as that? Let me stop right there. You don't have to identify as a goddamn thing. You don't have to do anything. <laughs> um, I do want to get this off real quick. Uh, I have a daughter. Uh, she's not my biological daughter, but, you know, I've been with her mom for hella years. She's I'm the only dad she knows. Um, so that's my daughter. Um, she is of a lighter-skinned complexion l- Latina. Um, she struggles with that, too. Um, we're in a predominantly white neighborhood. All of her friends are white. So she has trouble with her identification. And, you know, her friends are saying, oh, you're just white. I don't know how to approach this. I'm neither white nor Latino. But I told her, look at your family. They're all darker skinned Latino people. Her whole family's in El Paso. If you've been to El Paso. (laughs) El Paso is just Mexico. (laughs) It used to be. So did California. I love when, uh, oh my god, what's her name? She was on Desperate Housewives, short lady. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, she was also Amber LaGuardia. Uh, someone told her and her family to go back to Mexico. And she said, bitch, we were born and raised in San Antonio. We were in Mexico and then y'all niggas took us over. <laughs> we were. <laughs> we were in Mexico. You came to me. I didn't come to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, nigga, we were in Mexico. There's a lot of like, 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 hey, bro, go back home. Like, whoa, I didn't ask to come here. Let's keep no, going. Man, man. That happened by chance. It used to All go right. up to the border of Colorado. I think it went higher. Um, I mean, it could. You, I think you're right. It went, I mean, let's be realistic. It was a diminishing return. Yeah. So <laughs> it was probably much bigger. I know. It, it, I know it contained most of California. Yeah. And I think in parts of Oregon. Yeah. Uh, for sure. But. No, there's places in Washington with uh, names, uh, Spanish names. But either way, let's keep it 100. Yeah. Um, if since y'all want to be serious, the biggest failing of this country, America, God damn. over time, as we've recognized things and our atrocities and the biggest failure currently going is the lack of unification. Because people in this country are too quick to take the individualistic approach of, I want to identify as this, I want to be part of this group, and I want to be part of this group. Mm-hmm. So America has failed. To make people feel like Americans. Like everybody regardless of skin color. Regardless of gender, feel, whatever. Should look across at the motherfucking table. Mm-hmm. And say there's somebody else. And be like we're fucking Americans. And that's good enough. <clears throat> Everything else. Whatever. You know you can have your own color. That, that, cool. That makes up you. But in the end. I'm going to treat you with decency and respect. Because I'm a motherfucking American. You a motherfucking American. And obviously we have a general set of the same ideals and beliefs. And we're trying to move forward. Facts. But. America failing niggas. Because that's where we should be. And that's all you should look at. Like, all the conversations about, I don't know where I fit in, my color, this, my color. Fuck it, bro. We a melting pot. It's a whole bunch of motherfuckers here. Yeah, I'm in California. I mean, let's be realistic. The only motherfuckers who really should be pissed off about everybody else was completely diminished. (laughs) 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 Have the shittiest fucking land because uh, we let that happen as a people. 
No, I mean, no, like, poor Native Americans, dog. I mean, what no. the fuck? This country what is so embedded fuck? in being shitty to just about everybody. What the shit? That we really need to sit back and take a look and be like, hey, look, bro, let's let's at least make it Americans versus the world versus Americans versus Americans. I mean, other countries sit around and laugh at us, be like, bro, y'all motherfuckers like hate each other. Laugh stop, man. Hate each other. Laugh like, no. Stop. The things we need to do is just. Clean up our own people and culture. Get rid of the fucking rapists, the murderers, the motherfucking child molesters, and start treating each other like decent people. Poor Native Americans. Get rid bro. of this idea of black on black, Poor. white on right, Poor. or color on color crime, and just realize it's just crime. Get these niggas out of here. Damn, <laughs> man. You got me thinking, like, I didn't know that about um, the, uh, the uh, what is it with the mountain with the faces on it? Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. I didn't know about all that. Oh, they built Mount Rushmore on Native American land. Like, land we gave them. It was like, all right, bet. This is y'all land. We're not going to touch it. They went and touched the fuck out of it. <laughs> and then they with that land. Yeah, the Native Americans were like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yo, you guys said it's we got said. this. <laughs> y'all came to our shit, gave us our shit back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and on the sacred mountain, like he said, and then y'all just left. And because the guy, the guy who was making it was supposed to be the whole bodies, but the guy who made it died, yeah. <laughs> and so all he got was the faces. And the Native Americans were like, "What the fuck?" And they were like, "I bet here's a check. <laughs> here's a check." But they only they got in like 1989, yeah. <laughs> so like 50 years later, <laughs> they're like, "All right, here's a check for Mount Rushmore." And to this day, the Native Americans have not cashed that check. Yeah. They won't cash it. They said they don't want to cash it. They were like, we want the land back. Like, yeah. like fuck all this. We want our land back, which means we're going to blow up this fucking mountain. <laughs> Get these white slave masters off of this fucking mountain. <laughs> yeah. I just find it funny that Roosevelt is only on there because he was hella cool with the sculptor. Like, you're just cool with him. And, and, so, and, and truth, that's the only one that makes sense. The rest of it was kind of like, wow, y'all are like really like pompous about these motherfuckers. <laughs> At least this nigga knew the dude. Oh, shit. Uh, the Native Americans of that land have not even... Yeah, yeah, like you said, yeah, they yeah. haven't cashed yeah. the check yet. They're like, we want the land. We don't yeah. want this check. There's no check you're going to give us that's going to be as valuable as that land, bro. Like, you're, y'all just not understanding. And that's pretty much the whole part of history. Get them out of like, here. Look, somebody pulled up and they stabbed people in the back. It's funny because I watched Riot this weekend. I was like, oh shit, the Native Americans are basically Riot. How was that? It was great. Really? I've been hearing amazing things about it. Dude. Uh, put it this way. Put it this way. The the mouse came back into that uh <laughs> to that room and they said Uh-huh. He said, I saw Milan motherfuckers. <laughs> Y'all go make this up to me. Y'all get Y'all gonna make this up to me, motherfuckers. Well, dude, that live action, they took everything about the first Mulan and said, we're just gonna basically update the concept, the fun of it. Like, no, we we see where we fucked up. And throughout the movie, bro, throughout the movie, it is just, it's, the message is solid, the characters are solid, the voice acting is solid, it, it was fucking great. That's why if Republicans get so intense about history classes, they're st- they're staked an average American not knowing mm, facts. Well, yeah, I mean you have facts. to understand one one of the first things that they used to do 
when um, taking over kingdoms is burning all the books and information because knowledge is power. Like the Germans did? Like the Germans <laughs> did. Like the barbarians did to Rome. No, the like, Germans took Rome. out all Nazi shit out of their history. Japan, after the bombs dropped, they don't talk about that. They don't talk about that. We'll talk about that. Well, we was Japan founded. Oh, it's got a long history that started in the uh, late 1950s. <laughs> That's funny as fuck. So, one uh, Oh, yeah, shit, bro. We got, we got six minutes to talk about one division. Um, um, let's go. Things we were right about. Uh, I said there was going to be a scroll reveal. Yeah. Um, I didn't know who. I knew it was going to be Hayward. Uh, I, I thought it was going to be Hayward. I thought Hayward was going to be a Cree. He still could be. Uh, he still could be, but him just being a white guy is more than enough. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Speaking of your writing, Darcy, <laughs> I think, took off because uh, she got extra thick from Wanda's power and didn't want to take it away. <laughs> Why so, are people yeah. just now discovering that Kat Dennings is thick as hell? Like, bro, like, you realize she had a show where she was just thick on for like seven years, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, that, that, that's, a, that's a tall glass like, of milk, right? That was just that's a whole, whole like, a show premise is I'm thick in I'm a waiter outfit. Uh, yeah. They have trouble yeah. fitting me. Child, ain't she Jewish too? Like, <laughs> yeah, that is a Jewish, right? Female thing. Yeah, female <laughs> thing. The name's a mystery. God damn it. God damn it. Um, uh, spectrum. Dark hold. Once again, niggas, only apologies. <laughs> I said, that's the dark hole. Niggas said, how can that be the dark hole? It doesn't look the same. Let's talk budgets, people. <laughs> Let's talk ABC show budget and Disney Plus MCU budget. Yeah, I mean, let's be realistic. The Mandalorian looks better than some of the Star Wars films. Caught <laughs> <laughs> uh, that shit. Um, they, like, like, let's keep it 100. They, they, they do things different. And this is magic, bro. These shit change. <laughs> they evolve. They move. They look different through the generations. You're absolutely right. I, I That was my theory, but here's what I say. This is what I say 1,000%. Let's say you pick up, uh, let's say a guy gets fired. He's, the guy is doing the job. He, it doesn't matter what the job is. He gets fired. They hire you to come on. Don't you want your shit to look the best it could be? Why would you use the old nigga shit? He's not here no more. You are. You're in control. It's funny because I feel like the same people who argue for the Schneider Cut because of that reasoning are the same kind of people who have a problem with things like the Darkhold. They, <laughs> they just can't accept it. It's like, so like, weird to me. You blame like, no, this guy came in and he changed everything and it's just his vision. It's different than the original vision. But this one is like, oh, there's slight changes to it and it can't be the same thing. Caspi says it's only a matter of time until the majority of productions... I shot on some version of Mando's volume tech back production style. I, I still need to watch those. The making Dude, of the I'm episodes. You, bro. Yeah, I mean, I still need to watch those because, and it's funny because there was some uh, some some idiot online who was talking about production the other week or the other day, mm-hmm. uh, yesterday, and he was like, "Are they saying something about um, how Cat uh, Dennings wasn't at the uh, Thor?" Oh, yeah, that guy. Right? That guy. So if she's in the U.S., she can't be in the movie. He's like, oh. Like, they shoot certain scenes on scene. I can't imagine Gat Dennings would be a big part of Love and Thunder. They also shoot things, as shown many times, 
in studios. Like, there's a ton of green screen work. Like, they show this in every director's <laughs> cut. So the idea that she has to be on set to be in the movie is just fucking ridiculous. And no, absolutely. her character is a perfect character to just have in, like, two scenes. Would they be in an office or something? <laughs> like, I can't imagine seeing her out in space and fucking like, oh, Darcy going. Like, no, she hasn't been built up for that. Right. Especially if you go be paying uh, Natalie Portman bag. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah I mean, let's be realistic. Absolutely. But also, they're not fucking done filming. <laughs> they're not done. So, like, at any moment, they could be like, yo, cat, we need you for some shit. She's like, all right. But listen, what I'm saying is, they, she's not in need. She's, she wouldn't. There's no role I could foresee her mm-hmm. being in that movie with the current lineup, them having potential guardians in it, potential mm-hmm. Krog and all that. Like, there's no role I can see her being in that would require her to be on location for any of the shooting. Mm-hmm. Where they're probably doing most of the action scenes, a lot of the uh, you know other planetary type scenes and things of that nature with the different terrain. Thank you, Sir Piffington. We gotta wrap up soon anyway. So you're yeah, not we're, leaving. We're out of here. We yeah. pretty much gotta wrap it up. Yeah, we're um, um, Stop but... getting mad at shit. Um, uh, I didn't get a connected. chance. People were mad that, you know, uh, Monica did what heroes do and tried to save children. Yeah. Um, from, well, bullets, oh, Lord. from bullet shots. Can she deliver? Because she's military. And, and she delivered and, them children. And she, yeah. and She literally delivered she, them kids. Yeah. And she, Those are the connections. She did, she did what Wonder Woman has done, uh, protect people from bullets. She's done what Superman has done hella times, protect people from bullets. Batman has jumped in front of people to stop them from bullets. We cannot, my beautiful people, judge things that is common differently because it's black. Yeah. When it's the same, blocking bullets as Superhero 101. Well, not just that. Superhero one hundred and one. Already knew. She already knew she has superpowers. She stood against Wanda already. Like, was this not established well enough for some people? If you go stand up to the baddest motherfucker in town, who the whole time you've realized and been preaching about, hey, we just need to calm her down and she can fix this. Yeah. Why wouldn't you do the one thing that both would be reasonable for a hero and would probably prevent her from going even more nuts? No, you think she would have not got more net than they would have shot her kids? <laughs> that is the smartest right. thing that you could do. And, 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 I did mention that in a thing, and someone blocked me. <laughs> I said, I was like, okay, so were y'all mad? Because they were talking about, oh, man, she jumped in front of those kids and dodged the bullets. That's bullshit. I was like, were y'all mad when that happened to Quicksilver, when the what? same exact thing happened and he died? <laughs> and, uh, they must have been real pissed off when uh, Steve jumped on that fake grenade. He jumped on that fake grenade? His knife. That's the crazy part. Y'all lost your goddamn mind if you don't think Falcon gonna be dodging bullets. <laughs> if Falcon with a soldier, let's see if he keeps the same energy. That nigga's gonna be dodging. We just saw this nigga dodging missiles. <laughs> He's dodging missiles. Chase that nigga all the Are we mad at this too? Like, come on. Like, I'm, I'm out there. I'm just being honest. Hey, guess what? His body, his body ain't, you know, his body doesn't, like, absorb bullets and let right. them pass through. He has to actually dodge them, niggas. <laughs> he <laughs> and block them. Yeah. His superpower is human. <laughs> I'm a guy. I'm a dude. So, so I'm Clarence. I had two good parents. <laughs> and I went like, to a private school. Why are we? I'm just like, come on, guys. You gotta, I mean, I don't want to say you gotta. That's just a unfortunate programmed way of thinking. That a lot of people have when they watch things and they and they and they like their brain goes there to oh man that's fucked up she was about to get first of all they're children second of all she's military 
let's have this conversation. She's military. So her whole goal in life is protecting the innocent. It's true. Not just innocent, fucking children. And she totally gave that disposition the entire time. She also gave the disposition that I feel for Wanda. I've been in the fucking place. I felt like like they fucking trying to drill in your brain with everybody else. We felt your grief. All we've been feeling is your grief. We've been having your dreams. We see what you see, which means she also experienced that. So she understood what Wanda was going through and understood, I can't let this happen because... This would just make things worse. And like he said, they're fucking children. They're children. And guess what she did? She delivered she the did. baby. She sent it with her on. She sent it You know what else? She was a child when superpowered beings came to motherfucking her block bringing their shit around. So she, <laughs> no, it was great to use her because she would be more used to this type of shit. She would be more used to like this weirdness. These other niggas, they, they ain't been involved in nothing like this. She's like, this is light work. Like, okay. <laughs> and it's my theory that that's one reason the hex allowed her inside. See, exactly. And I loved when uh, Monica says to her, I'm not mad at you. <coughs> Wanda was like, are you are you not mad at me? She was like, I'm not mad. Because if I had your power, I'd probably bring my mom back too. She didn't see probably. She was like, I'd bring my mom back too. Yep. What a great way to show that the black person understands and gets it. It's usually the other way around. When the black person does something crazy and the white person says, I understand you. Yeah. Now they reversed it. Normally it would have been Darcy because she was watching the show, she would have got invested in the mm-hmm. show, and then she would have been the one to drop the line. Normally but it's no. the white person. I mean the black person I mean now it's the black person saying to the white person who's in grief, I get you. I got I got you. Fuck what all these people think. I understand. I get it. Nope. That to me was powerful. That to me was powerful. And that was something I rarely see. Yeah. So, I mean, if anything, I would be more mad that uh, Spectrum didn't just block all the bullets and Wicked had to block one. <laughs> that, that would be a better flex for y'all. And like, that's another thing. She didn't know the niggas had powers. Yeah. She didn't know. That's how she saw them. They were babies. Exactly. Yeah. She was, the yeah ball, all she did was come in and do heroic shit. And it was a scene. <laughs> Absolutely. And, it's a, and then they included Luke Cage. Get the fuck. <laughs> Luke Cage has one power. He's bulletproof. This is one power. That's it. <laughs> oh, no. Nah, he gets super strength. Does he? I mean, he, I guess I, I guess that just comes with it. But, like. No, he got it. Yeah. yeah he comes with it. Okay, like, fine. He has additional dense muscle. Like, his muscle. That's what I mean. Like, because of that. Because of the bulletproofness. Yeah. He does have. Some strength. Yeah. So I'll give you that. Okay. Strength, bulletproof. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Yes, that is it. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's not impenetrable. He has been impenetrated before. He has no super speed. Yeah. No. He yeah. has no jumping ability or anything extra with that. The one. He has no extra agility. Exactly. Well, the one guaranteed power this nigga has is if you shoot me, I'm not going to die. <laughs> if you shoot me with a regular gun, I'm not going to die. I'm going to take something special. <laughs> but. I'm not completely impenetrable. One of the things I hate is, like, his skin should be totally unbreakable. I would, if I were on Luke Cage, I would change that. I would change that. It it should be totally unbreakable. 100%. You should need more creative ways, kind of like they did uh, old, uh, the uh, racist dude in Supreme Power um, with Hyperion and Nighthawk. Ah. had the blur, Mm -hmm. like, cover up his mouth with. Yeah, yeah, we can't damage this dude. Uh We're not not doing anything to him. Right, right. We're, you know, slamming around, doing all this stuff. We're not doing anything to Mm -hmm. him. But at the same time, you need to breathe. 
Oh, absolutely. You know? Now, here's the thing. I was going to ask you. What if Luke Cage's skin can't be affected by anything? As in, like, if somebody even puts up a force field, he's like, nigga. <laughs> yeah. See, and that's where I would say unbreakable then differs from being able to manipulate energies. So, well, it's not the if you put up a energy. force field, well, all you're going to do is make contact with the force field. Well, let's, let's, talk, let's, talk, let's talk science. Okay. So, a force field can be destroyed. People have penetrated and burst well, through. Yes, before. depending on the type of force field. Okay, yes. okay. But eventually, when you contact with something, like, if this isn't impenetrable, but I mean, like, if I'm not impenetrable, but this is, like, I can break through this. The, this can't break through me. The source of the power ends up either diminishing mm -hmm. or turning off. So in the sense of a psionically prevent, or uh, a psionically projected force field, that's a force field of the mind, meaning it's dependent on my mental stamina. So you hitting it isn't necessarily damaging the force field mm -hmm. as much as it's weakening my ability to concentrate and flex that muscle in my mind, and then eventually it turns off. So when you're hitting that force field, you're hitting a solid object that you're not actually breaking, though. You're diminishing the energy source. Okay. So if you have a battery-powered or an energy-powered one, same thing. When you're hitting it, it's not like you're... You're not hitting it in the same way unless it's designed to be an outward repulsing force field or something hmm. of that nature. Hmm. In which case, you're being repulsed versus being like scarred, damaged, whatever. I got like you. that. So Luke Cage, in the case of a breakable skin, if he has an exhaustible stamina, he can hit it for as long as he wants, and eventually the power source should diminish enough mm -hmm. that he can get in if he's giving sufficient blow. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it not affecting him wouldn't really work as well scientifically. That's true, too. If you ever said his internal organs are still vulnerable. I would change that, too. Why? See, I would make anything on his body that's flesh or uh, steel-like. Kind of well, like I mean, they tried to do with the show. I mean, to where me, his internal organs were also thick and hard or whatever. That's the way, to me, that's the way it should be because the skin is just a large... Vain thing. Like, if, if, if the skin is impenetrable, it's made of the same shit almost everything else is. So why would it never yeah, it's different, and I would make it have, it would have different vulnerabilities once you get inside. Of like, course. Slightly different consistency. But like, he can still be poisoned. Like, like, yeah, something you like can that. still be poisoned, you can still be gassed. You can right. Still, it all works the same, it's just different metamaterial. So if you're saying, the skin is an organ. That's what I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's just a large organ. So if this if this could be impenetrable, then why shouldn't all the other organs? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that doesn't you, know, you know where I would have them have vulnerabilities, though, that would, like, piss them off? What? His teeth. Think about anything anything on his body that is not base organ. Because this is dead. His hair. Like, things that outside his head. Like facial hair. No, he's he's like facial hair. He get him burned hair. off or get his eyebrows burned off or piss him off. He's going to have to that shit. <laughs> I mean, I would just give him more upgrade because A, why not? B, um, that would make him more of an asset because most of the shit that the bigger people fight don't involve bullets. So this nigga can still get hurt. Yeah. So it's like, like, all right, you're bulletproof, whatever. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> so he can hit, take like laser blasts and things of that nature. Like, make him almost make him more tank like. I would say almost borderline juggernautish. Almost borderline juggernaut. Yeah, no mystical ties needed. Yeah. But he also doesn't get the super speed with it. Right. He doesn't get the uh, hyper enhanced strength. Right. He's just like that level of durability. Right. Where it's like, nah, bro, I mean, I can I can take the beatings. But at the same time, there's no motherfuckers that just pick me up and right. take me right. up. It's like, I'm fucked. 
So you want him less street level? No, he can still be street level. But that's why we're giving him the handicaps. We're not right. giving him additional powers. Right. We're just enhancing his one. Right. So that way he has to be taken down more strategically. Right. Where a lot of times, like, nah, he'd be fighting, like, B and C level people who literally just out-physical him. Right. And that's, like, you know, that's not as fun as him having to be taken down more strategically. Like, here's the thing. The street level characters are still powerful now. Because, let's be real, Sinister Six are technically street level. Yeah. Not technically, they are. They're yeah. street level. So, like... Electro this... alone is powerful as fuck. Exactly. <laughs> and that was a great moment in uh, uh, New Avengers when um, uh, uh, they catch an Electro. <laughs> they had catch an Electro in this unpenetrable yeah. bu- bubble. And uh, he was like, y'all can't touch me, I'm electric. <laughs> and, Luke, and Luke was like, yo, whip up my hands. <laughs> and then the was like, <laughs> And then Spider was like, yep. <laughs> and he was like, alright, open this shit up. <laughs> Let's go. And Electro was like, wait. To control his mind, and Purple Man realized it, it was like, oh, oh, what happened was, because he was talking that shit, and it was like, oh, Purple Man. Yeah, oh, he must still be a little drunk, homie. And, and speaking of Purple Man, David Tennant, uh, Greg Cassidy brought up Doctor Who. Uh, every time we discuss strategic takedowns, I think of Doctor Who, who always has a negative way out of situations. More comic book based entertainment should take a clue from Who. And just combine it with super abilities, in my opinion. Uh, you should read the Grant Morrison JLA run. The reason why is because Batman was on the team. And he rarely did Batman things. <laughs> Batman was just the guy that would be like, for example, in the first run, that uh, Justice League get the shit kicked out of him. And it was Batman who realized, oh shit, these guys are fucking Martians. It's always funny when I see shit like that pop up. Uh, uh, Silent Elephant? Nah, Disney Plus. Because uh, like, I, like, oh, I know what y'all watching. Right, I know. Y'all, <laughs> y'all on that ride again. Ah, it's a good Morrison JLA. I'm writing it down. Do it. That to me is my favorite version of Batman because Batman would get into situations knowing he would get the shit kicked out of him, but then he'd be like, oh, but I know your weakness, so I don't need to, like, do all this crazy shit, and like he would tell Superman, "Hey, stop punching that thing over there. Yeah. <laughs> Punch that thing. Yep. Hey, Flash, do this. Hey, Green Lantern, can you create something like this? Yeah. <laughs> like that's all. Batman was just a delegator. <laughs> Batman, he's the greatest detective. He solves problems. Yeah, he's like, a problem solver. Like when they just started making him able to just like run around and punch Dark Side and shit, it was like, uh, so like, all right, man, yeah. all right." And that's not how he was. Like he, but he was so essential. But when the smoke clears, Superman's a fucking idiot. He's not a smart guy. <laughs> yeah, like he's just he. He's a tank. He's a tool. Yeah, he's you a tool. use him as a tool. He's, he's a, a tool. hammer. He's a great hammer. That boy hammers very well. Yeah, but I mean that's the whole idea of the team composition is that you have all these weapons, and then you have Bruce there, kind of being able to put them in the right places. Uh huh. No, you're right. But yeah. um, yeah, we gotta wrap up. That's our show today. Um, if you haven't watched it, go watch WandaVision and uh, finale. Um, the whole series is good. You can now binge it if you uh, haven't before. As a kind of big movie weekend, Raya, the uh, WandaVision stuff. I know Disney gonna be breaking. You bought Disney stock last week. You're doing well. Disney good. Uh, 
Um, Cats B, uh, thank you for joining us. Um, good to have you. We can have you on the show. We can just talk to shoot some shit. All the usual guys. Yeah. Uh, thank you for thank you guys. In. Uh, Black Panther, Eyes and Turtle, MTF, Use Rich. Usual uh, folks. Uh, everybody Cam. Thank you Everybody guys. appreciate it. Call yeah. Pine, Bobble. You know what I mean? Our Eli. Uh, hope you will be working on that book. Eli is almost money. done with the inking. Thank oh, God. Man, I paid my money. He, he, he needs to hurry up because niggas yeah. is... is I'm, 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 waiting, I'm waiting for 12 issues a year, man. Yeah, hey, man. Don't talk to me. <laughs> Y'all know who you need to talk to. Well, you need to talk to Eli. <laughs> I've been in since year one. Eli, bitch ass. Nigga, you should be dropping shit. Well, he at least ain't watching TV. Good no, time. that nigga hanging out. I be seeing them on his stories on Instagram. They be like, yeah, I'm at the beach. They get your ass back in the fucking heart studio. Because they're on the beach so motherfucking. <laughs> we got the iPad out there, son. You know what I mean? <laughs> You'll be out there on your way Ah, shit. I can't wait for those little stickers. Oh, my, my, my man. My man. My guy. Okay. Uh, yeah, we got to wrap up, buddy. Thank you for tuning in, folks. Uh, it's your boy, Fun Toast. Toast is with the most. Task the old nerdy bastard. See y'all online. Talk to us. We talk back. Peace. Peace. Down, 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 down